Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow caped crusaders, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Grant Morrison's Batman. This week, we are tackling Batman R.I.P. Is this the end of the Batman? Uh, issues 676 through 681 and 701. It'll make sense if you've read it. It already makes sense. But if you haven't read it and you are just following along with us, it will make sense. So <laughs> I am joined, of course, by the only two friends who I would want to go through a deep psychological trip which explains a lot of my silver age history while at the same time providing new context for my current modern age history first off he's the man who keeps telling me he's my dead dad it's malcolm russell nelson listen listen i'm just saying you've never seen your dad and me in the same room at the same time so i probably am him I don't believe you, but I don't have the evidence to the contrary. You can't prove it. And I fell in love with him just to have him betray me yet again. It's Jacob Brown. Ha <laughs> ha, you didn't expect this, femme fatale. Ha <laughs> ha, fatality. Bruh, like her name is fucking Jezebel, dog. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's a line, there's a line that Bruce says in here that we're going to talk about where I'm like, I don't know if you can say that. But, <laughs> but yeah, so we are here. We are here at the end of Act One of Grant Morrison's Batman. How are we feeling? How are we feeling about this? This is what, part four? No. Part five, five? Okay. of our our long journey into Grant Morrison's night. How are we? Uh, how are we feeling about the run so far? Uh, you know, th for me, this is this is now kicking up into something fun. Uh, this was really this. Yeah, you can definitely feel the very uh, much the Batman Brave and the Bold uh, inspired uh, like from this. Like th this came out before it, right? So that's really kind of funny. Because somebody uh, read this and was just like, I want to do this, but still keep that Silver Age, like, wink, tongue, tongue in cheek kind of thing. Like, it's it's very much there, but it's a little more grittier. I, I kind of love it. around the same time. I think it was about the same, same time. time. Same time? Okay. Because really. that's, like, because that's... 2000, <sighs> I don't know. I want to say 9 to, like, 11. I was going to say, it's got to be, like, 2009, right? Because I think the Batman had already ended, and the Batman ends in, like, 2008. Oh, man. Let me look. I'm looking at it. Uh, yeah, it started in November of 2008 and ran oh, till uh, November 18th, 2011. Almost exactly uh, three years. Three years. Oh, okay. oh. There you go. A nice Doctor Who run. There you go. Right yep, there. there you go. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How about that? Diedrich Bader is the doctor. Is, is doctor. <laughs> He'd be a great doctor. Quick, get back to the TARDIS. <laughs> it's my sonic screwdriver. The hammers of time are here to bring you to justice. <laughs> oh no, it's the Daleks. Quick, get back to the TARDIS. He would be so good. That would be so fun. Oh That's my like, god. That, that is so... 
Batman is the doctor. I just and, I, like, and I, I would want I would want John DiMaggio as his companion so that he could just do his Aquaman voice. Outrageous! <laughs> Outrageous! <laughs> Cybermen on the moon! On the moon! <laughs> A platoon of Jadoon on the moon! <laughs> Old chum! <laughs> that DiMaggio Aquaman fucking rules. It's so, cool. <laughs> it's so good. It's the best. I love the uh, who would play his uh, like who would play his master. I I want to I want mean, to like Jeff Bennett like play who does like the Shit. Joker just plays the plays the master. Oh, yeah. that's a good Joker. That's a good like. It's a real good classic Joker. You know, like I that, love that they make him look like Jerry Robinson Joker with the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, and then the they style. like go with that for the voice. Like it's fucking so rules. good. That's you a know, good take. Between you know. So between him and uh, 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 Michael McKean, who kind of plays like that same Joker from uh, the animated series uh, uh, in that yeah. episode of the Tales of the Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, Dark that Knight. that yeah. was that was that between those two. Those are my those are the kind of voices I hear from like this kind of Joker in here a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's between that and uh actually dimaggio joker because dimaggio joker is my favorite joker so oh man yeah and this kind of feels like a tired joker who's kind of tired of the joke and wants to change it all up so yeah this is my dimaggio i can hear that i could definitely feel that also this also feels like if like the way Jared Leto should have done the Joker. Oh, they were one hundred percent trying. This is to exactly do what they wanted Jared <laughs> Leto Joker to be. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely what Jared Leto Joker was supposed to be, and he failed. But at the same time, this this style and look would have been really cool. The the you know the barber. The barber razors and like yeah. the, 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 bar- the it's such a great post. fucking look. Like, like when they first look. released that image, that first image or that tease of Jared Leto's Joker before like the yeah picture. Yeah. yeah. Like people are like, holy shit, they're gonna do R.I.P. Joker or yeah. Endgame Joker. Like either yeah. one. Yeah, I was gonna say it's rules. it's a mix of the two. Yeah. But yeah, it's and with that let's go ahead and dive into yeah batman let's dance with the dance devil the, in the pale the, moonlight the, let's dance the dance macabre yeah oh yeah so that's... we we start off with a quick little prelude uh jacob and i are reading through this in the uh big old collected Batman by Grant Morrison omnibuses. Yeah. Omnibuy. Omnibus way. Um, um, however you Omnibus way. Omnibus way. Omnibus way. Omnibus So we're starting off with the RIP prologue. This was initially published in DC Universe number zero back in June of 2008. And this is cool because yes. it's, it's very much aping off of the killing joke, right? The yeah. opening... Batman standing across from the Joker. Joker's doing his cards. And I distinct, I don't know how I remember this, but I remember this very clearly. Uh, It was, uh, it was uh, in the free comic day issue. Maybe. I want to say. But yeah, it's just, it's Batman and it's Joker and Joker's playing cards down. 
uh batman is going through his monologue it's this it's again the very similar to the opening of the killing joke and he's basically saying like you're trying to tell me something i don't understand what you're trying to tell me and the joker i love this touch the joker speaks in green uh uh dialogue Speech bubbles, bubbles. Yeah. yeah it's so cool and he's all in lowercase mm-hmm. yeah that's a nice holdover from uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Is having his word balloons be very different. Yeah. And clearly Pretty the cool. Joker's been reading Ultimate Comics because it's all I mean, case. It makes sense. They're pretty twisted. That's, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. The Joker yeah. reads an Ultimate Comic and thinks that's a normal day. <laughs> Joker's like, my favorite Ultimate Comic? Ultimatum. Oh, <laughs> like, Ultimatum? I just think it's a good, wholesome story. <laughs> I just think it really reaches the heights of what the Ultimate Universe has to offer. Yeah, I just um, think it's really cool. That's that's where that's where the Ultimate Universe peaked for me, and then it, after that, it's just shit. That's just Joker's, <laughs> that's Joker's mentality for that. And I love that they have the uh, the foreshadowing of the color, the colors where Batman is always in red and Joker is always technically in black. Yep setting up that red and black theme as we go along here and also i want to point this out because they make this is going to be towards a point that i make later i love the i think it's the second page of this prologue where it's got batman in one side joker on the other in their like predisposed positions and then the last uh, row of panels is just all Joker, like he's broken into the other side of the page. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. That's a special tool we're going to save for later. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's basically the Joker is saying like, "Hey, look, you're going to be dead soon. They're playing a game that you cannot see, and uh, it's going to really suck for you <laughs> once we get there." Love the methodical, like um, using the uh the poker cards as uh as like tarot cards basically yes. every time he's putting yeah. them down it's like it, they represent uh, a certain tarot card that only makes sense to him yeah. and and the batman and the batman's trying to figure out what he what they mean basically throughout all of this I, I love the methodicalness the the the, the step by stepness of this it's very so this much... is just a kick ass batman moment in general of batman yeah. like whoever's come from tell them bring it on yeah. <laughs> this is like, a great way I'm to start ready it. let's go yeah. it's a like, great way to start the story i'm so glad they recollected this with that yeah, story because totally it's agree. a great way to start it off mm-hmm. plus also joker silently just like being like hey fucker you shot me i didn't forget yeah Asshole. look you changed the rules like, dick. like boom yeah. so good so we pick things up with batman 676 starting just i i this cover man yeah this is an iconic cover from alex ross yeah the run of covers for this volume are God so damn. fucking excellent they're so it's good. alex ross in his bag but this one this blue just there's nothing you can say other than it's awe-inspiring man it's, yeah this is rules. this is batman in, at his most mythological yeah, yeah. Like, which yeah. makes sense for the volume. 
That's why I love that they got uh, Alex Ross for the covers. That's it's it's really cool to like. I've seen some of these images, these Alex Cross um, like uh, images before, but it's nice to have the context now with um, where these images come from. Yeah, like uh, it it really means a lot more because these are just more than just being very inspiring and beautiful. They actually are sure. part of like the story. It's really cool. Yeah. Jacob, my favorite thing is you said Alex Cross right now. And I so know. Now I'm just picturing <laughs> really? like Morgan yeah. Freeman drawing these covers. I, I got a cross between <laughs> like Bill Murray's awesome. character from Scrooge, real quick, and I was just like. What is a cross? A cross is something you hang, uh, you 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 put yourself on. You hang yourself. On. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the way that this first issue six seventy six starts is very interesting, right? Because it starts with a a proclamation from a Batman and Robin, shouting, mm-hmm. "You're wrong! Batman and Robin will never die." And then it immediately turned page six months earlier. <laughs> yep. I, I had to reread that real quick, that six months earlier, because what progresses from after this was like, wait, am I in the 1800s? Which is, wait, right? no, it says, it says six months later, <laughs> earlier. Okay. Wait, what? What happened? And the reason Jacob is so confused is because this is our introduction or reintroduction to Le Bossu. Le Bossu who comes from a a horse-drawn carriage of which he's killed the driver uh, into yep. a meeting with the Club of Villains, a.k.a. one branch of the Black Glove. And I love how fucking stupid all of these characters look. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty awesome though it's kind <laughs> of dope it's really a caesar looking motherfucker Dude, <laughs> caligula is caligula absolutely is my, shit. Look. <laughs> my shit i would like, read that book like, i would read caligula so absolutely caligula is like the character i would see you eric playing in dnd <laughs> By the way, it's oh like, yeah, totally. That, like that makes totally sense. a character a really, with a, a really villain. terrible Italian accent. Yes, like please, like we're Charlie talking, Caligula. we're talking, we're talking Russell Crowe from Love and Thunder, like bad Italian. Accent. Yeah, like, baby please, kicks. yes, please give me that. For oh, me, beautiful. it's the French mime. That is my. That is me. <laughs> just the mime in the background. Just the mime in the background is standing likes, there. Yeah, just so standing funny. there. Nobody likes those. Oh man, <laughs> it's why he always uh, got the so shaft cool. in Animaniacs. <laughs> and we also have our boy, El Sombrero. Hell El yeah, Sombrero. the absolute Chad that is El Sombrero. There is something awesome about like eccentric costumed villains wearing business suits. Wearing business I mean, their suits. face is the only thing that's super eccentric. That's so they what have I a mask, love they about have like Caligula. a collared face and the wreath. Like but both of them sitting together, give me that team up book. Mm, give me like, the Elsa Brown, Charlie Caligula team up book because I will read the it feels shit out of it. Like straight out of Super <laughs> Friends. Like yeah, kind of like, all the bad guys are in business suits, but they also happen to have their faces painted or masks on. But also has real Nolan energy, like how he just real? had a scarecrow like in the business suit for the whole movie. And everyone, he's like, you know what? Everyone looks at him. Rules. Yeah, everyone looks at him. They're like, look, it's so comic accurate. <laughs> look, he ha- he ha- he's wearing the mask. He's also wearing. He's wearing the mask. I mean. <laughs> 
so no, this, this is group all... is so cool. Like Kraken oh. looks so awesome too with the menacing green eyes. Kraken like, is terrifying. Looks so cool. Kraken <laughs> is that Scooby Doo villain. Yes, he yes. is. Yes, absolutely. That's all that, he is. That is a Hanna Barbera villain. If I yes. ever seen one, yes. all of these characters are Hanna Barbera. Oh, villains. oh my god! Let's just be yes. honest. Not it's really. Diedrich Bader's Batman going up against the worst Hanna-Barbera could think of. <laughs> I love it. It's so, Hanna-Barbera's worst nightmares, basically. <laughs> so wrangling this club of villains is one Dr. Simon Hurt. And he brings and, the hurt. Yeah, he does. Look at him. Look at that turtleneck. Look at, him. Look at that turtleneck. Mm. Mm. Look at those so, baggy suit pants. Good lord. It was 2008. 2008. <laughs> Magical time for fashion was the odds. Oh, oh boy. Gross. <laughs> so we cut back to Gotham City, where we see this absolute whack job, uh, who we are going to call the Green Vulture because he hates that. Don't uh, call him the Green Vulture. He's kidnapped. Uh, uh, I'm assuming rich couple and their son and is con basically committing uh, grand larceny with a vehicle. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Outrunning cops, driving the station wagon down the steps of somewhere. And that's when they see these red lights. And I love this kid is like, dude, you are so dead. <laughs> and then we get the fucking Batmobile this awesome batmobile awesome there's something about red lights on a batmobile it's so yeah, good just, right it it tickles my fancy it really yeah. does but hey again playing to that red and black motif it's him mm -hmm. leaning in uh, yeah absolutely mm. true and it's interesting that that again with with the gift and the um the privilege of uh foresight Batman saying, oh, I don't know, it's not how I saw it when I first had the idea, is I, really fun to me. I specifically <laughs> remember, like, reading that the first time when this came out, being like, wow, I wonder, like, what's that setting up? Like, what, what is this Batmobile going to be? And knowing what it is just makes oh, all man. the difference in the world. But this one does rule for one very uh, obvious reason, and that it has a little bat face on the front. Yeah, yeah baby. Any Batmobile. And boy, do I miss that. Yeah. <laughs> Any Batmobile that has the little bat face on the front is an A plus Batman to me. Mm -hmm. But the Batmobile is able to cut off the station wagon uh, nearly after it uh, after the station wagon nearly hits this homeless man. And this is I think about this this uh, this dialogue all the time, where the homeless man looks at him and says, "You have a very kind face." And Tim goes. When was the last time you heard that? And Batman says, there's a couple hundred dollars in the dash. I fucking love yeah. that so much. And the <laughs> grin, the little smirk. Yeah. It's so good. It's so uh, good. Grant Morrison writes a fantastic Batman and Robin. They just, they know the dynamic. Like, the they dynamic get the dynamic dude. so well. The, the dynamic the friendship between them and like the brotherhood between them and the camaraderie, like... They just get it perfectly. Yeah. Definitely put the dynamic and dynamic duo. That's right. Ooh. Uh, so <laughs> I liked it. They apprehend the green vulture, and I love the whole hit me. And Tim's like, no. 
<laughs> no. Stop, dude. Quit it. So you're on bad drugs in a Halloween suit with about a dozen cameras recording your complete loss of self-respect. No. <laughs> so we cut back to Wayne Manor, which looks more and more castle-like every single time we cut back to it. It's I so love cool. that. Uh, yeah. Wayne Manor should be a castle. They get home and immediately Bruce is just like, job's done. Time for some nookie. <laughs> and we know that Tony Daniel is goaded among Batman artists because he gave him back the hairy chest. He gave him back the hairy the chest, hairy baby. Chest, yeah. Look at that. It's not as hairy as I'd like it to be. Man, Sean Connery but, is jealous somewhere. Just looking 100%. down on that. Yeah. But uh, why? Hey, hey, James Gunn, go cast like Brett Goldstein as Batman. <laughs> because he's got hairy chest, baby. Whoever whoever gets cast as Batman, they need to have the hairiest chest. They need to have a hairy chest. Hairiest like Austin chest Powers, awesome. like getting on that Yes. Too. It's yes. got to be a fur yes. coat. Like the Zohan. Like, the Zohan. Y'all remember yeah. the Zohan? Oh, man. I was hoping to forget, really. What a film. Yeah. What a film. <laughs> but the reason that Bruce is excited to clock out for the day is because, ladies and gentlemen, her. Jezebel mm. Jet mm. continues to be a serious problem, not just because of who she is, but because she is waiting in the bedroom in a silk gown wearing pearls. Per pearls, wearing the yeah. pearls. The pearl necklace. <laughs> like she got all dressed up to get down with Bruce Wayne. <laughs> to get down. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then we just cut Hell back something good. <laughs> we just cut back to fucking Tim and Alfred, the boys, sitting out in the hallway. <laughs> They're like waiting for them to be done. And Tim's just like, has he ever been like this before? Like, what's what's the what's the deal here? And I'm like, dude, Tim, you saw this in in Hush. Like, this happened after Hush. When yeah. he and that woman were like you know but you but see, I, that I was understand. so different yeah that's the thing look yeah, it tim is, is still tim is still trying to figure out whether or not he likes a guy or not no he's still he's just like Fair. oh girls yeah not honestly this is this is real yeah this is real confusion tim yeah this <laughs> i kind of love it i kind of love it yes i really love it too and so basically tim and alfred discuss like hey like he's been through a lot and he's going through a lot. Like this is this is some this is a place we haven't really seen him. And so we're and I love that Tim brings up, he's like, hey, did he ever do that paternity test on Damien? Like he's immediately like on site with Damien Wayne now. Oh yeah. After after you get kicked off of a dinosaur, like that is yeah. a vendetta for life. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> and he goes, The son of Satan is my brother. That's it, I'm out. Like he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go do angsty teen things. <laughs> I gotta go drive. I gotta go to the mall or something and walk around and pace or something. And <laughs> leave me alone, goddammit. Don't try to stop me, Alfred. <laughs> Dancing out my rage. Don't call me in the Tim Drake Robin, whatever you want. He's <laughs> gotta go do the angry dance in the uh, in the warehouse. Yes. <laughs> Never, 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 never. <laughs> so we cut over to uh, 
uh bruce and jezebel post coitus uh doing the next best thing i guess going to his parents graves it's a ritual it's a ritual for him yeah Yeah, he comes home from crime fighting he does the deed and then he feels bad for immediately doing the deed after coming home from crime fighting and so he goes to visit his parents he has to go he's a good little protestant boy yeah (laughs) he's he's the ultimate protestant like makes complete sense It oh makes my god. Sense. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh Poor Lord. Bruce. Like every time he gets nookie, he's just like, all right, now I gotta go confess. He's like, I feel sins. bad because that wasn't that wasn't in the service of the mission. Yeah, so exactly. I need to go make it up to my parents. <laughs> like 100 percent Everyone knows this. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so um Bruce and Jezebel have this conversation where Bruce is basically like, something's coming. I know something is, and I don't like I don't feel like I'm prepared for it. And Jezebel's like, well, maybe like a night, uh, a little like night at the gala will uh, will brighten your spirits. I actually got this invitation that says, the black glove extends an invitation to Miss Jezebel Jett and Mr. Bruce Wayne. The theme this season, dance macabre. And immediately, Bru- I love the look on Bruce's face here. He's like, well, oh, yeah, he's full on Hank Hill. Yeah, he's, <laughs> so oh, good. Damn it, Bobby. Oh. <laughs> dang it, dang it, I got invited to a gala. <laughs> that, that's Tim's voice for this volume. Uh, <laughs> so Alfred, so- I don't understand what, what's up with these women. They confusing me. <laughs> And so we cut to Arkham Asylum, which you wouldn't know because, and this is the problem I have with the castle structure of Wayne Manor, it looks exactly like Wayne Manor. Yes. The architecture is incredibly similar. I love that. Thematically, I love it. That's the thing. Thematically, that's cool. Visually. (laughs) I don't like that. It's difficult to place. It's it, you can tell the difference because you know why because there's fucking centipedes that crawl in the flower beds apparently in Arkham Asylum. So. Jacob, I hate to break this to you, centipedes are everywhere, not it's just true. around insane asylums. No, 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 no. Centipedes no. are a real black glove. They're like they're, they're like in common regional places, and the fact that they're just like in like like in the flowers in pink flowers like tulip flowers here. I've never seen that. That's just that's just disgusting. I find that more distracting than the blood coming from Arkham Asylum. I don't know Which, why. Which holy <laughs> shit. Let's talk about this. Um the sequence like pushes into Arkham Asylum and we see just blood stains everywhere. On the walls, on the floor, on the doors, bodies just absolutely mauled to pieces. A reporter is like being infected by an airborne infectious joker parvovirus. What a... Ooh. Especially yeah. for 2008. Gmo, um, my God, nailing oh no. it. Again, <laughs> <laughs> again crushing <Yikes>. it. <laughs> and then we see this figure step out into the light. And when I tell you that this is nightmare fuel... This Joker is nightmare fuel. This is the best version of the Joker in comics. I'm sorry. Holy It is shit. the best version. Yeah. 
he's going, terrifying going fucking demon barbara fleet street on the entire <laughs> extended bat family the put on a happy face drawn on in blood on the wall the dead bodies of robin nightwing and gordon this this is this is really really what snyder wanted to tap into with the cutting yes one like really badly and it does not come off as cool as this this is so cool yeah terrifying and it's just the long it's like the long clinical coat with yeah. his off. that makes his you can't see his legs so it's kind of yeah. like he's like slender man yes. like his just keeps going yeah like his, his torso just keeps going because you can't see his legs in it yeah and yeah. that's such a specific design choice that's this so is cool. this is my paralysis demon this yes. is yeah yes this okay. is exactly this what is he looks the like shit that i would oh. see oh, yeah God. yeah and he looks yeah, down it's pinhead like <laughs> He looks down at this blood pooling on the floor and it's revealed that this is in fact just what the Joker sees on a Rorschach test. Gmo predicting doomsday clock Ugh. eight years in advance. Oh, can you imagine Genius. Gmo working with doomsday clock stuff? Gmo so being like, Ugh, be I, so I want to do a Rorschach story. I want to do the Rorschach story? <laughs> I want to do a Rorschach story. Like, I, hilarious. <laughs> so we also see that, uh, yeah, the Joker is being treated by this very uh, interesting looking therapist. Keep your eyes on this one. Real sweaty dude. Real yeah. sweaty dude. He's sweaty dude. sweating so hard. This Dr. Strange looking motherfucker over here <laughs> trying to trying to harp on that guy's like reputation. It's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> And it is He's revealed so that this this therapist is in fact Le Bossu. My nom de crime is Le Bossu. My nom de crime. Ugh. And he is here to invite the Joker to the Black Glove. You want to talk about Russell Crowe? This guy's Russell Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> this is Russell Crowe in like the Mummy. <laughs> Russell Crowe as Le Bossu in Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Oh my oh, that'd god, be sick. that'd be so really sick. Welcome man. to a new world of ghosts. And, and I'm La Bossu. <laughs> he has to sing all of his lines. <laughs> and I am La Bossu. Is singing what we're going to call it? Yes. <laughs> I think he's throat talking. <laughs> I think he's really fluent in throat talking. I believe that's what it's called. Correct. And so we turn the page and we see this new version of the Joker Nightmare Fuel. Mm, Absolutely. With a little bullet the divot right there in the temple, right was, in the center of his face. Also, his like uh, his pupils are different sizes. That uh, that yeah. really has always been very interesting about yeah. him for me is, that is uh, the way shot. they draw them. Yeah, and he's got a. Uh, it it's almost looks like it's heterochromia. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, and then the the smile is like half etched and half just like. Ugh burned close <laughs> to look at yes so 677 another great cover batman in love <laughs> this is like a batman Roma romance novel like the cover 100 yeah yeah and so we we uh we catch up with batman doing his best the talon impression <laughs> it's just like who <laughs> Ooh. that was a really funny reference i'm in the that bag. was really good 
Thank you. Who? <laughs> Who uh, are you working for? And he is. I he's... am the knight. <laughs> Who is the black glove? <laughs> Who is he? Who? You wouldn't give a glove to an ordinary citizen. <laughs> 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 oh that's terrible that's terrible <laughs> um so he's basically like he's going a little insane trying to find the black glove trying to track down what the hell is going on with this um the only real uh clue or lead that batman has is this film the black glove starring mangrove pierce which also just happened to be a John Mayhew film. Mm. Interesting. The fist is closing. Interesting. And so we see that this uh, this is starting to become an obsession with him to the point that he's starting to push Alfred away, which is how we know something is wrong. Whenever Bruce gets to the point where he's starting to push Alfred away, we know that it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And at, at a certain point, he's just like, Alfred mentions like, oh, there's like a showing of the Black Glove. Like, maybe we could take a break or something. And he's just like, go to the movies, Alfred. And Alfred's just like, fine, whatever, man. I'm going to be a dig. And we cut back to the club of villains who are getting ready to strike. They all have their targets they know what their job is it is time to enact their plan and go to war with the batman yes yeah baby meanwhile in the bat cave uh utilizing the bat boat uh bruce is bringing jezebel to the bat cave for the first time um let's let's talk about this problem Oh boy, she's so bad. Holy fuck. She is a baddie of the highest degree. She is wearing like that 2000s J-Lo outfit. Like the jeans and the high heels and like the tied top. And like, I'm I'm losing my fucking mind, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm losing it. I would give it all for Jezebel Jet. I ain't even fucking playing. (laughs) And so Bruce is basically like, look, Jezebel, I need you to stay away from me until this is over. This is the Black Love's going to be targeting both of us. He's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love how manic he is. Just no, Jezebel, he doesn't understand. There's this secret organization, and they're trying to kill us, and they're going to kill you. <laughs> She's like, "Do you realize how fucking insane you sound right now?" No, they're going to kill you to get to me because I'm important. Like, don't don't you gotta stay away from me. <laughs> And she's just like, hey, by the way, like, you have a lot of expensive shit here. Do you think you could use that for infrastructure in my country? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People poor and dying. Jezebel was the first person to go that... online and be like, Batman should actually be using his money to, like, fund the police. I was going to uh... say, that, was, that should have been our first red flag. <laughs> <laughs> our first would it black be a red, and red flag, flag. Or a black flag. Yeah. so we cut to the mayor's office where bruce 
Bruce Wayne's life is about to get flipped upside down as I love Gordon just busting in here with the Columbo finger. <laughs> yeah. It's Gordon doing Columbo. That's all it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Damn it. Wait a minute. <laughs> He's like, you can't do this. You can't. You can't ruin this man's life with rumor and innuendo. Bruce Wayne's a good kid. Now wait, now wait just a wait just a second. <laughs> and oh, so, and one more thing. Uh, one more thing. <laughs> one more thing, Mr. Mayor. Uh. Mr. Mayor. And so we see that uh, someone, an anonymous source, has leaked the story that um, all is not well in the house of Wayne. That Thomas may have had his wife killed. That Bruce may actually be the illegitimate love child of Martha and Alfred. Mm-hmm. And that they were all part of the Black Glove. It's the the picture one where, like, yeah, <laughs> he's looking. He's like, oh yeah, that one from left to right: John Mayhew, Mangrove Pierce, Marshall Lamar, Thomas Wayne, and Faithful Alfred. The girl with the brain dead expression and the needle tracks in the middle is Martha. Like there's like, like pictures ooh. of this fucking orgy that they had, yeah. which is crazy. Yikes. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> and then we uh, we cut over to <clears throat> we cut over to uh, Wayne. Wait. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. know that? Some folks are born made to wave the flag. Ooh, the red, red one, one blue. <laughs> we have these just fucking minions jumping out of the helicopter as they are uh, getting ready to do some bullshit. And we uh, we see back in the Batcave, we're continuing on with the... Um, Bruce and Jezebel Jetta goodness. Continuing the conversation where they are trying to get to the bottom of this and figure out whether Bruce should maybe, I don't know, maybe give this up. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe you should give Re- up this life of crime fighting and be with Jezebel. Who knows? Real quick. This panel where we go back to that conversation where Bruce is like, are you mad at me? Um, what is what is the, which is fucking hysterical. Toxic behavior. Uh, toxic, toxic behavior. behavior. Uh, what is this Robin costume on the right? I am what so glad that? you asked, my friend. That is Jason Todd's original it is crisis right? Robin costume. It okay. is, right? This was his first draft when he still had the red hair. Yes. And this was his first draft for a Robin costume before he was given the classic version. That's what I thought this was. I love that. God, that fucking rules. And I love the inclusion that it it frames the uh, the panel with Jason Todd's other blood splattered one. Yeah. (laughs) That mysteriously has a penguin behind it, like the penguin did it, but like (laughs) so it's funny because the way that a penguin is right behind it. It looks like if you look at it dead on, it's going to be a Robin costume with a penguin head. Penguin head. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think that sometimes Alfred just kind of moves things around the cave just to be like, "Ah, that's kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's like, I'm going to move this around just to see if Bruce notices. We'll <laughs> just see if he notices this week. If he does, and of course, great. If he doesn't, and he of course Batman, and of course Bruce is like, I noticed that, Alfred. Please stop doing that. He's <laughs> like, no, you, just I don't see, know. you just I, see Alfred just like dusting the clock upstairs, and you just hear, Alfred! <laughs> you I'm move like, the fucking penguin again <laughs> that's exactly he's moving a specific penguin everywhere yeah. <laughs> why Bruce is the penguin on top the of the giant penny like, yeah. <laughs> how did it get up there alfred <laughs> bruce goes to slide down the bat pool to get to the to get to the cave it's sitting at the bottom right there at the bottom he's like god damn it i got penguined again can <laughs> you can you imagine can you imagine Alfred just pranking like Bruce everywhere? Just, like, every just a series, a series of TikToks from user Penny One of Batman so getting funny. pranked in the Batman. Oh my god! Bruce is like in the Batmobile and he's like, "The Joker's poisoned the reservoir." Robin, you and I need to. And he turns and it's just the Penguin. This is the fucking Penguin in the Robin costume. Like, god damn it! Again. God damn it! Alfred. <laughs> It just always ends with Alfred. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> yes, sir. Penguining. I need to see it. Chip Zdarsky, if anyone would, would be the one to include that in his Let's run, we that. need to see it. Chip, we know you listen to this podcast. This is a personal challenge for yes. you. Yes, it By is. By the end of your run, I want to see some penguining. <laughs> also, Chip, we love you. Come on the podcast. Yeah, come Please on the podcast. come Why on not? the podcast. We oh love you, God. Chip, so much. We love you, we love so, you much. so much. Fuck me, man. So, I mean, not literally. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can. I'm good with it. <laughs> so we get a couple. Um, we get a couple shots of just different parts of the Batcave. With obviously the Robin costumes, we see the giant penny, the dinosaur, we see some uh, accoutrements, we see the eponymous penguin, which we now know is just littered with umbrellas all around it, carrying its own little umbrella. It's (laughs) so funny. That's what makes it even better, just holding a little umbrella in the Robin costume. Like you know, like Alfred named it like Tony or something. Like, <laughs> like Tony the Penguin. Oh. Archie the Penguin. Archie. Archie the Penguin, sir. <laughs> God damn it, Alfred! You named it. Of course. Are you going for a ride with Archie the Penguin, sir? Stop naming them. They don't have names. <laughs> Every time he finds it, he's like, "Oh, it seems Archie escaped his pen once again." Exactly. <laughs> Bruce goes to the back computer and sees that Archie's in the chair. He's like, God damn it, Alfred. He's like, oh, Archie was looking at March of the Penguins on the computer, sir. I apologize. He got a wonderful recommendation from Lucius. He really likes the narration, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And so we, we do settle on one piece of memorabilia. The original Batman costume that his father, Thomas Wayne, wore to a costume ball one evening keep your eyes on that that's important this is a tool (laughs) that's a special tool we'll save for later and then jezebel brings up this idea she's like what if you're sick what if this is all just you and there's this moment where we get the 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 real soap opera-esque like 
bats flying up as Bruce just kind of looks up like, what if it is me? I love yeah. it. Yeah. What if I'm the problem? Like him looking at his hands and everything and just going like, Hi. these hands. Oh, <laughs> <for> you. <laughs> These arms. <laughs> wah, wah. And so he's basically like, am I the problem? No, I couldn't possibly be. It's those bats, those bat-themed villains. They're the <laughs> issue here. He's like, don't, just don't. Wait a second. And he suddenly turns and he's like, what if they wanted you to turn against me? And this is like full on like paranoid manic Bruce Wayne. He does he's he's like seeing patterns within patterns. And he talks about like I went to see the Joker and he had the dead man's hand, two eights and two aces. What's the eighth letter of the alphabet? H A H A Fucking cool. That's so cool. And again, Jezebel brings up like, you're the only person who would do bullshit like this. Like, you're the black glove. It's you. It has it's to. you. And there's this moment where he's just like, fuck, is it me? And then... Could it be? <laughs> he breaks into song. <laughs> Agony. <laughs> who am I? <laughs> another day another destiny <laughs> this never-ending road to calvary as he's like up against like one of the bat costumes in the display like, oh my god <laughs> these men who surely know my crime will surely come a second time <laughs> I, guys let's guys, do this <laughs> guys, guys you're just feeding into my dream which is to have that uh, uh, that Batman musical that never took off yeah. back in the early 2000s. I don't that. understand why they don't do One that. One day God. they will. It's going to happen. I, I don't I, think, I think they ever everyone's will nervous about. Yeah, nervous about turn off the dark. But yeah, yeah. I think it'll happen one day. You got to turn off the dark, baby. Got to turn off the dark. <laughs> fucking Tim Drake on his motorcycle I did not live until today holy shit Batman R.I.P. would be a really great fucking musical actually dude straight actually, up yeah, just yeah. put it through the Les Mis filter like holy shit very <laughs> very Charlie easy. Caligula Charlie <laughs> Caligula Charlie gets a whole fucking we we need a whole fucking uh club of villains number where Fuck. each of them are introducing themselves. You need to so so wait. You do it like the you do it like the Chicago song. The, 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 he had it coming. He had it coming. He had it coming. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I shit, didn't wait. do it, but Have if I done seen... it, the Batman would be so wrong. Oh wait. <laughs> Have you guys seen a holy musical Batman? Yes. No. Oh. Star Kid. Produ- oh shit, Eric! Of you should watch holy musical Batman. Of course, it's a Star production. Yeah. It you should is. watch holy musical Batman. You it introduces the Batman. best new Batman villain, Sweet Tooth. Oh. And no. the best Commissioner Gordon. 
And okay. maybe the best Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> yeah. it, it's Rocky. actually like really good. It's I, I got, really I got some funny. free time today. I'll check it out. Oh my god! Well, so we'll, but, we'll, ch- we'll check back in next week, and I'll give you my, an RP, my review. It would be an RIP version of that. Fuck, yes. that sounds awesome. Yes, that actually sounds legit. Actually, Shit. To, to do a version of that with RIP, that would with be RIP, funny. that would be really funny. Fuck, that's <laughs> such a good idea. Holy dude, music, dude! I just realized. I just fucking realized. When when Bruce sends Alfred away to go see the movie, that's when he go. That's when he sings on my own. Oh, oh shit! As he's walking through Crime Alley to the movie theater. Oh, oh god, it's oh. so good. That's the ballad. That's the oh, ballad. Oh my god, that's so sad. <laughs> oh, we're we're making this all right. And then it comes right. back later. Oh my god, I yeah. I'll, I'll point out when it comes back, but yeah, yeah. it'll come yes. back yeah, later yeah, too, yeah. and Bruce will do it. Every good number's oh. got a reprise. Yeah. Fuck, and that totally recontextualizes it. Fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm actually Black mad Myers. this doesn't exist now. This Welcome is kind of upsetting. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the Black Box, a podcast within a podcast where we turn every comic into a musical or theater show. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so Batman is trying to figure out like what the deal is with the black glove when all of a sudden the back computer starts showing the, this feed of different, um, of different alleyways spray painted with Zer. Did you guys hear that? Uh, Jacob, do you hear that? What what, what is that? Malcolm, do you hear that? No. What happened? All I'm hearing is static. Huh. Well, anyway, Bruce seems to be dealing with a very similar thing just in the visual visual uh, plane. And all of a sudden he looks up and he sees that same looking like four-eyed devil mask. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. And he's just like, wait, no, no, I'm not ready. Hold on, wait. And he suddenly has basically like a seizure. As, As Jed is like talking to him and is like, like, no, there's images of graffiti. It says there an R. Like, what, what if you're falling it. apart? What if you're having a breakdown? And she she says the trigger word. She says Zer yeah. and R. And he just like Fuh! he just like suddenly collapses. The yeah. back computer suddenly shows a black handprint showing that they have infiltrated the bat cave. And you see Lebosu with his little gargoyle minions. Uh, we don't know how much time has passed, but at a certain point, Alfred returns from uh, the movie theater and he sees that the Batcave is being burned to the ground. When fucking the Kraken comes out of the water. Is he coming out or is he going in? I think he's coming out. I thought that, I yeah. that he burned everything and he's going in the water. He's disappearing. Maybe. Oh, I don't okay. know, but I love that you don't get a context for it. Yeah, he's, it just there, he's just there. In the coolest, <laughs> most metal panel of the vault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either way, uh, Alfred suddenly finds himself surrounded by the uh, by the gargoyle minions in La Bossu, and they trample him as we get one final on my own. And he's just jumped. <laughs> Absolutely demolished. Alone in the back cave. It just makes 
it better than Labosu is French? <laughs> Bringing back the French violence. And, then, right. and that's why it's Russell Crowe. Holy that's shit. what I'm saying. Yes. Fuck, that's, that's so what funny. I'm oh and my I, god! He just comes in going, and I am Labosu, and just like clubs him. <laughs> Don't see what? that is a fucking belter of a lie. It's like farewell, faithful butler, <laughs> as he just like starts walloping him with his club. Farewell, smack. Farewell, smack. Farewell, <laughs> smack. Faithful butler. <laughs> As the dun, 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 closes dun, dun, for intermission. Dun, 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 dun. God damn! Dun, 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 dun. That's the thing. It should be a little Phantom of the Opera too. God damn. <laughs> and that's how we go into intermission. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> Fuck. Chapter, chapter uh, six seventy eight uh, kicks off another great Alex Ross cover. Mm-hmm. As we are bombarded with Silver Age nonsense. <laughs> I mean, my favorite panel, maybe of all time, is this first <laughs> the one. The one that he keeps sending to us that we I had do. no context for until just now. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. it's my favorite. I love it. I when I when I had my first iPod, I named it the Bat Radio purely because <laughs> I love this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Incredible. It's the bat radio. It's this purple glove holding a little radio with a bat on it saying the bat radio is turned on. The electronic molecules are streaming forth. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's and so, so we good. Get little snapshots of Silver Age nonsense from Batman's time during that era. We get this rainbow creature. And I love the narration here, which is Batman scrawling into the black case book. It would be far easier to consider this a dream, but how can I? And it's, oh, I fucking, I love it. I just love the incorporation that Gmo has of everything having happened. You know what's Whether cool it, is seeing that classic Batwoman. Yes! That's sick. That's yes. sick. Yeah. The Kathy Kane. Mm-hmm. Kathy Kane Batwoman. That's so tight. Like that Ooh. shit happened. They were on another planet. Or were yeah. they? Were they just was it just a dream? Did he imagine it all? Who knows? It's just like the weirdest year of his life. Like, yeah. It's yes. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like, going, yeah, a lot of fucked up shit happened. Like, <laughs> a lot of fuck sh- fucked up shit happened in year two of my five year Batman career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess according to the new fifty-two rules, this would be like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really fucked up two weeks of two his life. Two weeks yeah. of his life. Like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> um we do see at, in one panel continuing to uh, jot down things into the black case book the case Robin dies at dawn with a newspaper clipping of Gotham's Hurt missing so at a certain point Simon Hurt disappeared and you see the bat radio in that clipping as well Mm -hmm. as well as the face of this demon that keeps Mm. Mm. very interesting very interesting we cut over to uh to tim drake after finishing his nightly motorcycle ride and he's reading the black case book trying to decipher it trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with this like i keep hearing about this bullshit so i've gone to my little uh my little 
angsty teen shack in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> to read With my bag of scary stories. Yeah. You know, reading scary stories by a lantern. You know, you do as a kid, you know. I, also, I love that Alfred, like, pointed out, or Bruce pointed out in the last issue, like, oh, there's a volume of the Black Casebook missing. And it's just that Tim took it yeah. <laughs> to read yeah. it. He's just like, I don't know, I'm kind of curious. Yeah, like, he probably <laughs> takes one of those, like, every so often. Just yeah, to, he's like, like, no one's going to notice. He's like, for reading materials. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is kind of wild. This is better than Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> As a side note, I've recently gotten back into Doritos, thanks to the sweet and spicy purple bag Doritos. They oh. are delicious whoa delicious it's my indulgence it's my it's my big junk food indulgence oh maybe my hot take of the week i'm not a big chip guy fair enough yeah fair enough fair yeah fair enough Mm -hmm. Uh, but we see that tim tim's uh story time is interrupted by two members of the club of villains i just fucking love the image of this mime lurking in the in the tree yeah right okay so because you guys are reading in the omnibus you don't have any of like the any of the trade dressing on that page right it's just a full-on page because well in the issue it's the page it has the batman rips or an r and then the uh yeah okay okay i was wondering if it did have that because i was like if it doesn't that's really funny it's just a full-on page of this motherfucker in a tree (laughs) 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 that's so funny (laughs) okay that makes sense cool yeah and then they have this straight-up pixar villain outside with the bucket on his head uh, about to go in there and gun this poor kid down (laughs) when he busts out in his motorcycle this is ripped straight out of the animated series is this vibe yeah yeah i love anytime robin gets on a motorcycle yeah yeah Yeah. it should always be motorcycles and helmets and stuff really well tony daniel tony daniel tony daniel Daniel drew the fuck out of this volume it looks so good and not only did he draw uh tim's motorcycle really well he knows how to draw two different types of motorcycles a sports yeah. motorcycle and an old school american style motorcycle as well yeah like i'm sure this was hell oh had to oh, yeah had to oh, be yeah. And so uh, Tim continues his battle against these two members of the club of villains. Meanwhile, back in Gotham, uh, this man, this this homeless man that Bruce found before, uh, kicks this man awake. Who is this man? Why, it's Bruce Wayne. Bruce That's Wayne! And he doesn't really remember anything about anything. Thankfully, Honor Jackson... Never forgets a good turn, and he's going to help out this soldier. We cut back, and we see that there are flashes of what happened to him. There are flashes, and he's only seeing little bits and pieces where he was attacked in the Batcave, hurt arrived, and he fucking injected him. Weapons-grade crystal meth, street heroin. He says, we'll start you with these. And he just injected him with a whole bunch of shit to mess with his head. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Nightwing is fighting off the Legionaries, who are the minions of who? Of course, Charlie Caligula. (laughs) Charlie, 
Charlie, Caligula, Charlie, Caligula. That's the, that's the legionaries behind him doing the list. <laughs> exactly. It's mm-hmm. it's great because mm-hmm. you're mentioning this, mm-hmm. but and 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 Nightwing actually mentions an actual musical in his dialogue called yeah. "A Funny Thing Happened on the a Way to the Farm." Guys, yeah, you ran into me. And yeah, just like, comedy tonight, pump. <laughs> Gmo knows their musical history. I, for sure. And I I like to think that also. So does Nightwing. Yes. yes. Oh, Nightwing would love he does. the theater. He loves the theater. He's a performer. It's just a circus. Yeah. yeah he's a performer. <laughs> Why do you think he mentioned this musical to these guys? <laughs> it makes complete sense. I love yeah. it. So, and so Nightwing is also real quick, Eric. I never really like got into Nightwing that much, but this Nightwing is definitely my vibe. This yes, is, bitch. This... This is yes, bitch. This is the, hey. the way he's like, like being like very Spider Man-y is very much what I would expect. Genuinely, from Tim Jacob, yeah. read the current Nightwing run. Read the current Nightwing run, and also read Tomasi's run from this era. I think yes. you'll really enjoy it. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, right, right up into the uh, the Great Leap. The I was final into yeah. story before he becomes Batman. Yeah. Oh. I was into uh, I was into the uh, New Fifty Two Nightwing for a good while. That one was also that one is yeah. underrated. Super underrated run. Oh, Kyle Higgins really put his whole yeah. ass blessing in that book. Nightwing for the most so part bad. has yeah. had really great runs yeah. since he became Nightwing. There's yeah. little like dips here and there. We will not speak of the man called Rick Grayson, but the rest <laughs> of it has been really, really good. The new okay. yeah. stuff, the rebirth stuff is incredible. There's a reason why he's the best DC character. So true. Okay. So true. There's best a reason. Character. So true. And seriously, like Jacob, read the Tom Taylor run. It's Holy so shit. Good. If you want to read okay. genuinely the best book that DC is published, well, one of two best books that DC is publishing <laughs> right now. <laughs> That that's that's the money. That's the okay, money. Hot right take, there. Malcolm. What's the other one? It's not a hot take. It's world's finest. Yes, bitch. <laughs> that's not yes, a hot bitch. take. <laughs> There's two books. You right, my assessed. boy. You right. And both of them starred Dick Grayson. <laughs> huh? Weird. Interesting. So we see that uh, that he's in communication with Tim, who has outrun his uh, his attackers, though they seem to have caught up to him just as they get into contact with each other. And the Nightwing is uh, surprised by a problem. And this is a uniquely dude, Nightwing problem. Dude, she's um, got real Power Ranger vibe. I mean, not just because, you know, it's a woman with the Scorpion vibe thing. Yeah. Like, just like it's Scorpion. Scorpiona. It's Scorpiona. Like, yeah. it, it's the same thing. It's her. Yeah. Holy hell. Like, <laughs> it's just that she's in a silver costume this time as opposed to a gold one. And if, <laughs> and if there's one thing that Nightwing cannot keep himself away from, it's women who are here to see him. <laughs> it's true. It's I true. Thought you were gonna, I, it is a problem. I genuinely thought you were going to go like, if there's one thing that Nightwing has a problem, it's hentai. It's definitely this hentai looking <laughs> woman right here. It's like, you know, that seems very specific. And, you know, Dick would definitely be into that. Yeah. Listen, does her head maybe kind of resemble like the Borg Queen? Yeah. yeah. But is it hot? Yeah. <laughs> he's also he's he's a sucker for a bustier and exposed legs. I mean, who is it? Oh boy. Ooh. Oh boy. Nightwing Starfire. I mean, not not the best pairing. 
with Nightwing, but you know, shut up, shut up, shut up. Second, second or third? I will fight you on the third. moon. Third? I will fight third? you. I will fight you on the Maybe moon. Maybe third. I will fight you on the moon. Third, <laughs> Maybe is, third. third is Shang Tsung, and you know this. Um, so we see. I was going to say was second. <laughs> oh damn, you're right. So <laughs> we see uh, Otter Jackson and Bruce doing hobo things. Um, <laughs> oh, things. They are uh they're making deals. We, we see at one point they do like an arms deal, I guess, or a drug deal. Sure. And yeah. I love this page specifically where Bruce kicks this guy, chucks a gun at another guy, and then the two of them are just running off with this cart full of shit. <laughs> the kick is so good. Yeah. It's it is a left leg kick while he's standing on his right leg and so he's like how do you do that that's so cool so good so good and so uh we see that honor jackson has a gift for bruce he doesn't really remember who he is he's having a tough time but he gives him something he's like this is for you and he's like i'm gonna you know he says uh he, he brings him up to this view of gotham city and he's like I never did nothing I could be proud of, but imagine I could know I'd saved one life. That would mean I was worth something after all, right? Bruce turns and honor is gone. And Bruce goes to this place where uh, honor told him to go to find Lone Eye Lincoln. And he says, wait, what? He's like, honor Jackson died yesterday. Blew a hundred bucks on smack and went out like a king. So this whole time, Honor Jackson has just been a figment of his imagination. Honor Jackson spent the money that Bruce gave him on smack, smack. Yeah. and died. Yeah. And he's, he's freaking out. And then he realizes where he is. Park Row, a.k.a. Crime Alley. This is where yeah. On My Own comes back. Of my own as he's loading up the smack like <laughs> yes. oh god yes that inner tube and stuff around his like, arm yeah, he's like tying his belt yeah. around his arm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also it's wait so... I wanted to point out the, the red and black uh, handkerchief checker uh, oh good Paul oh, good like really interesting also i guess during this time honor jackson would have a number of uh you never had a friend like me oh god oh my god yes <laughs> literally but hey you know what's great i think honor jackson has a real uh, ron funches vibe yes, uh, yes. So i would love to see ron funches do you ain't never had a friend like me that'd be what? sick <laughs> that'd be sick <laughs> It's either it's either you got a friend like me or it was just oh god what was the oh I can't even think of it now I, I thought uh, now it's now it's just you got a friend and you got a friend with me you got a friend with me that can work as well honestly funches would kill that too <laughs> either way give it to the funch give it to the funch baby the so funch. we see that uh, Tim has made it to checkpoint five but Nightwing is has not made it once we again Tim's to, best costume. Tim's uh, second best costume for me. Yeah. It's actually it's the third best costume. Third best costume for me. Behind like, the second? behind the current costume and yeah. the red the original Red Robin costume. This is third oh. for me. Okay. Very I love fair. both those costumes. That's very fair. Okay. 
We see uh, Le Bossu has admitted a new patient into Arkham, and it's Nightwing. He has been... What do, what do they give him? Uh, a, ni- a nice beating and a few Thorazine shots. So he yeah. is foaming at the mouth. Back in the Batcave, we see that Dr. Hurt has taken the Thomas Wayne Batman costume and has kicked the shit out of Alfred. And it's, it's God, I, I love that whole, like, here's to crime. Like, it's it's so Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, in, 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 in the Great Gatsby. Oh, yeah, yes. What a great DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Great hurt. Yeah. It would be a great DiCaprio's hurt to Robert Pattinson's Batman. Batman oh, yeah, would be kind of awesome. Yeah. That shit would rule. That would be really interesting. By the way, uh, there's a song in Beauty and the Beast, the musical, uh, with these uh, villains toasting. It, it's a call. The it's the like something. Yes. It's uh, the it's it's uh, like uh, it's like them talking about um, sending the, the 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 father to like the the nut house. Yes. And it's yeah, like, it, it's it's very. Yeah, I know exactly I, what you're talking about. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 I, I can't yeah good pull. I can't sing it. I can't remember how it goes, but it's that like, would be yeah, here. Yeah, that good would be pull. right here. Where it's like it's like ah, the fools, and then they all maniacal laugh, like, and then cut to black. <laughs> That's what I would. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! So we see we cut back to Bruce, who is stitching something together, and we see his. Oh god, his speech bubbles change. I fucking love this. He goes, it would be far easier to consider this a dream. But how can I? For in my hand I hold the bat radia. And I I am the Batman. The Batman of Zur and R. And we see him in all his glory as Batmite <laughs> pops up over his shoulder, saying, Uh-oh. <laughs> I to the fucking love this. You now understand, y'all, why I have two action figures of the Batman of Zur and R. <laughs> He's my boy. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> you want a good time guy? The Batman of Zur and R is a good time guy. <laughs> so, uh, what is a six seventy nine? opens up with Batman being a literal Batman as he rolls in here with a baseball bat and starts goddamn right. it's so good I, I love when this Batman is, has an actual bat it's so this is good. super street level shit and it's yes. fucking awesome it's so <laughs> this is why Alicia Yo should be the new Batgirl god damn she right she actually uses a bat yes cause she actually uses a bat that's cool and also so, she's fucking awesome she's great and so Batman or the Batman of Zurenar is hunting for Labasu and he is being advised by Batmite. And I just, I fucking, I love Batmite. I love the two of them. I yeah. love that he calls him Might, but calls him M I G H T. Yes. Because Might makes right, my friend. Because Might makes right. And that's so cool. At <laughs> uh, one point, he, f- he figures out, oh, they put a tracker behind my tooth. He, like, he, he basically carves it out with a knife. Attaches it to a pigeon, which sets some of the uh, henchmen after it. And then he shows up. He's just like, behind you. And just starts kicking the shit out of these guys. 
I, I love the conversation about the grids too. Like yeah. him talking to the gargoyles yeah. and the gargoyles are like, listen, like actual gargoyles that he's standing on. Yeah. Lubasu's <laughs> like criminals. Uh, it's like actual gargoyles and the gargoyles is like, have you ever seen the grids? Take slow vision to see the grids. And he's like, yes, <laughs> the city's talking. And he sees this like checkerboard over the city. <laughs> like, oh man. So good. He's like, the city is running down the grids. We did this years ago. Like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and we see Batman's one man war on crime is him. We we see a very like street level Batman, which I love. He doesn't have a lot of uh resources, a lot of like high tech it's just him batmite and this silly ass costume mm -hmm. rolling through gotham city mm -hmm. uh tim is attacked again uh, i still don't know who this guy is i don't know what his name is but he uh, rules let's see the big bucket yeah i i don't remember this guy's name yeah oh, but he's like cool a, looking like a dollar store grifter <laughs> so grifter it looks like, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the grifter. That's his name now. That's what we call him. <laughs> yeah, he's, the grifter. The grifter. Yeah. he's the grifter. <laughs> and he's singing his own song right now, by the way, when he's like facing off Robin. <gasps> he is singing he's, a song. He's singing a song. I this like, swag man and grabbed women with glee. As he sings, he stowed that jump buck in his trucker bag. Like, it's got to be bad. Like, he yeah. doesn't actually sing. He's the yeah. joke. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, we see that Robin has left a, uh, a voicemail to a certain pair of crime fighters across the pond. It's Beryl and Cyril. Hell yeah. It's Beryl and Cyril, boys. Night and Squire have gotten the call, and he says, better put, in, better put in a call to the lads. The club of villains. Can't have that, Beryl. <laughs> cut to our boy. We cut to our boy, Charlie, Charlie. Caligula. Charlie Caligula. <laughs> and his best friend, King Kraken. King Kraken. I, I do keep right. forgetting to put King on it. I Same. should put respect Same. on it. He's King Kraken. He's King, King Kraken. Excuse me. And King Kraken has no respect for hench for henchmen. Or Holy goons. shit! He just punches through this dude's chest. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> for wussies. <laughs> Kraken, are you insane? <laughs> These guys are so fucking oh, cartoony. I love it. These are the soft, clean hands of a god. <laughs> Now, who do you get a load of this artillery? <laughs> the Vendee says, all of, all of this artillery. All of this artillery. <laughs> Wah! And then the boxes just fucking fall on them, and Batman and Zara and ours are just, maybe I can help. Like, he's like, no, no you're dead. You're dead. Batman, Batman is, is dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Gordon and uh, Officer Bill show up to the Wayne Manor where they're immediately let in. And the moment that Bill goes like, yeah, I got a son. He's two. You know, I've got a wife. And I'm like, oh, you are immediately biting it. You're dead. No question. <laughs> you're dead. And of you're course. Nice guy in a comic. You're dead. <laughs> I love when they show up and he picks up the card and immediately you know. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. he immediately just gets three arrows shucked into his head. And then we continue on with the night's festivities. That's, back in that's the back when you day. hear the rattlesnake rattle. Yeah, that's. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And then the guitar thing. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, it's the fucking uh, from El from uh, El Dorado. The. Yeah. <laughs> so we we see back in the back cave, Doctor Hurt and El Sombrero have uh, taken over and they're utilizing the technology for their own devices. Uh, the, the mime and whatever the fuck his name is, uh, the grifter, uh, show up having failed to capture Tim Drake. You know who hasn't failed to capture someone? The Batman of Zura R. Because he has in his possession, Charlie Caligula. Charlie's having a bad time right now. He's having yeah. a bad time. Because he's realizing how fucked up the Batman of Zurin R is. <laughs> it's a cheaper fucking radio. You're nuts. <laughs> Crazier than all of us. <laughs> His fucking hair is so funny. He's got this Anya's Varda like haircut. Like, <laughs> so funny. I don't God. think it would look quite as silly if it wasn't also just blood red. Just blood yeah, red. Just blood red. I'm <laughs> one of the immortals. It's wrong you disrespect me like this. Just, no, what's that thing behind you? What am I? <laughs> Batman pulls out another bat. <laughs> and then he screams and it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> Batman just pummels him with a red shell. And we uh, continue on. He's like, oh, what's this? It's a turtle show. <laughs> no! 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 <laughs> and so we cut back to, we cut back to uh, Arkham Asylum uh, where we see is this is this uh, Amadeus? Uh, it is Amadeus, Dr. Amadeus. Amadeus. Yeah. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus. Arkham? I don't know. I didn't have it. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 Amadeus Arkham. <laughs> Arkham Amadeus. Uh, so, <laughs> you see, <laughs> has taken control of Arkham Asylum. Oh, fuck. Yeah, his, uh, his, his identity, his secret identity is Dr. Dax. A cool name. What a dope fucking name. Dax. Cool name. Dax. Great, great name, Dax. He, he's a big fan of Deep Space Nine. Yes. Uh, He's also a big fan of pro wrestling. Ax Harwood. Oh, oh, I don't know. Uh, so the Black Glove uh, arrives, or at least the Club of Villains arrive to uh, Arkham Asylum with Jezebel in tow. And we see that uh, they are ready to let out the Joker as Batman has his lead and he is heading to the Asylum. 780, 780, 680 uh, pops us right up to. Uh, Arkham Asylum as the rest of the members of the Black Glove arrive, all rich and powerful men, just men, uh, showing up to grab their seat at the table. Real quick, uh, the title of this issue is The Thin White Duke of Death, and that's the best name for the Joker. Anyway. You are not wrong. That's very good. You are not wrong. The Thin White Duke of Death. That is Love exactly that what you call this iteration of the Joker. Uh, I want to point out something very gross. And that is like these men that are like that have been coming that are part of the society. They have like domino masks on like mm-hmm. they're hiding their identity. Yeah. And 
And the worst about this is this man that has a child um, in one of these. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's the that's the father, right? That's the priest. I sure is. I, yeah. Uh, yep. Or or one of yeah 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 that was it was really gross. I just was I just yeah was, not, good. not good. Very bad. No good. Don't do it. God, I can't <laughs> believe Gmo made this comic political. Oh <laughs> God. Politics don't belong in comics. Can I talk about that for a second? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Welcome to Grind My Gears with Malcolm. I'm so I'm so tired of these left wingers putting their stuff in the comics. Welcome to Fax News with Malcolm Russell Nelson. <laughs> podcast within a podcast. Malcolm Tucker is what we're calling Malcolm him. Tucker. Yeah. With Malcolm Tucker. How uh, fucking Malcolm dare speaks you. just the facts about the news. <laughs> How dare you? Facts news. I just uh, don't think Simon Hurd's a bad guy. Like, <laughs> he's bringing he's got a lot of great ideas. The Batman. There's a lot so, of good ideas on both sides. Like, real. Jesus. Would there be a club of villains if there wasn't a club of heroes? There Who's to say? Club of heroes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly what he would say. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so we see uh, Labosu's transformation from Dr. Guy Dax into Labasu as he that lets he's out doing the Joker. in front of the Joker. Weirdo. Weirdo. Like he's like I I want you I want to be honored by having you watch me transform. And he's fucking drooling. Like, like you're he's scarred permanently. Yeah. And I wish I was scarred permanently like you. Mine's just a costume. And the Joker's and I like to... I got you, fam. Joker's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, bet. Bet no on get like for sure. <laughs> on God? Okay. On God? <laughs> on God. Bro. I got you. And so Labasu is getting prepped for. <laughs> oh my god! That's what it is. This is okay. Yeah, that's, French that's violence what this coming. is. I can't believe when he attacked Alfred, I didn't shout French violence. It was yeah. French violence. Who even French am violence. I? Who am I? <laughs> Another oh, comic revolution. That's what he's like screaming in his song. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So. We see uh, Batman Vizern and R show up, and Batmite's like, it is too fucking weird in there for me. I can't go in there, man. <laughs> uh, at the same time, there's a boy, bubble, and it's just yeah. like, I can't break this bubble. I can't pass through this. Wait a second, but that, that, this is one of my favorite bits in comics ever, and it's something I think about almost daily, is right as Batman Vizern R is going into Arkham, and... Batman's like, listen, I can't go in there with you. Like, it's too fucked up, man. I, I can't do it. They got shields, whatever. Yeah. And Batman observing ours, like, okay, how about one straight answer? Yeah. Are you really an alien hyper imp from the fifth dimension or just a figment of my imagination? And Batmite says, imagination is the fifth dimension. And that. Fuck. So. I tear good. up every time I think about that. I think that's one of the best lines in comics. What a great that's, fucking. Ugh. That's fu- that is such a gem in this like crazy ass comic. Yeah. That's such a gem of just genuine like heart. That's <laughs> Gmo's enti- that's, that's like Gmo's that's entire Gmo's thesis thing. statement. That's exactly what that's they are all about. Everything that they base their shit on. Like Yes, oh, imagination so is the fifth dimension. dimension. That's yeah. so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Uh so Batman begins fighting his way through Arkham and everyone's like, "What the fuck? What's he doing here?" And then That's not Batman. Batman wears black. He's cool. Like, what the fuck is this guy? (laughs) But all of a sudden, El Sombrero comes crashing through the skylight as we see the Joker. 
And I don't know about you guys, but when reading this Joker for the maybe for the first time, the voice that immediately came to me, fucking Kevin Kevin Michael Richardson. You know what? Yeah. You know what? No why. But that voice immediately just I don't know. Like it fits so perfect in the way that Diedrich The Black Glove, I presume. Yeah. No, his is like yeah, yeah. like grutter lower. Well, yeah, glove, I presume. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, holy fuck. Like it's it's a meeting of the Batman from Brave and the Bold and the Joker from the Batman. From ba- Batman, yeah. 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 Okay. This is very floppy Joker. Yeah. Like, that's, yes. that's what I call him is he's floppy joker. Because yeah. he always joker. does like the arm sway yeah. thing with the <laughs> I fucking like, love that. I Yeah, me too. It. It's cool. It was I the original uh, I know. <laughs> it was know. so it's your but, least but, favorite Joker. But but uh, that, he's so that good. made but that made more sense uh, only in the sense of like I really loved I, that was creepy. I didn't love that. Yeah. That's why. Oh. That's why I didn't like it. Yeah, it's hella creepy. It's when he did that. It was just like, oh, I don't like this. I don't. It's like a this mood. At all. So we it see is Wayne a Manor. Mood. We cut back to Wayne Manor, which has been booby trapped by El Sombrero, and a nice little bit of uh, showing the history of the Waynes, Silas Wayne, Mordecai mm-hmm. Wayne. Uh, this is important, and we will remember this for later. All right. Okay. Every <laughs> Jacob remembered that. I will. <laughs> and so uh, we see that Gordon is trying to answer this phone before it, before uh, it rings five times before it's my favorite before part. blow up. It's He's running. It's the red phone. Yeah, it's the red phone. The classic red phone in the dome. In like the that's dome. so cool. It's so good. Gordon ends up tripping one of the traps, but he is saved by this little shit. Damian Wayne is back, and he's got the rest of the League of Assassins with him. Oof, mommy. Mommy, Talia. Mommy and, like, camouflage, like, camouflage J-Lo. Everyone's just like J-Lo in this, but I love it. (laughs) It was 2008. (laughs) It's 2008. Everyone's absolutely in their J-Lo era. But holy shit. J-Lo or Beyonce, yeah. Is she mommy? Yeah, you're right. And fucking David's just like, mother, I want a Batmobile. (laughs) <laughs> and so batman continues on his war through arkham asylum we see he's trying to find uh, jezebel joker is taunting him again a little callback to the killing joke mm-hmm. the batman finally finds the joker and i kind of like this look for him same like the suspenders the the clinical gloves this is specifically when we were talking earlier about like oh this is what they wanted uh jared yeah, leto joker this is what they're shooting it's for. this specifically 100%. this yeah. is what they're shooting for yeah the thin white duke of death and so joker slices his tongue to make it a forked tongue he's yeah, he's deranged he is deranged yeah he's, it's funny because i feel like the joker is uh damaged but I don't really get the sense that he's damaged. I feel like if, I don't know, if there was some kind of like warning <laughs> on his head that said like damaged, you know, maybe I'd get like a better idea of how really twisted I swear he is. to God, I was like, you know, where is he going with this? I'm not, what is he talking you know, about? That's not bitch. enough. That's not enough for me, Malcolm. I need like, I need him to show that he's crazy by sending me just random condoms filled with just his essence. Yeah, I feel, like he, I think I feel that's like he's a real like level, kind of a method actor crazy like kind that. of guy, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know. just, 
I just I don't feel that sometimes. With I guy. like I feel like he's the kind of guy who would lie in the middle of like a bunch of knives on the floor, but like I don't actually see that, so yeah. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? I agree with. And that. honestly, you know, reading this and it being just a visual medium with no auditory function, I don't really know what his laugh would sound like. Not I don't know what it would be. Yeah. I, I, I imagine it'd be kind of like a. Ah, ah, like that like okay, i can't like, tell like a like a like door like a door in a in a haunted yeah, house yeah like a, a door yeah so that's probably because of the forked tongue yeah right right of course so batman and joker continue fighting uh <laughs> this fucking the father pours one out for el sombrero <laughs> so good it's great and then the curtain drops and we see Jezebel. Bruce unmasks to go and save her, breaks through the glass, and then all of a sudden we get the reveal of reveals. As the black and red petals that uh, let out the toxin begin to fall from the ceiling, Jezebel stands up from her straight jacket that we can see underneath is a nice black gown. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you guys notice immediately that she had different clothes on? Yeah, yeah, well, I no. I mean, no, I, I didn't. I, yeah. I, when like, I, when immediately I when the curtain falls, she's wearing different clothing. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I swear to God, I didn't notice this, and I thought it was, um, initially, when she stands up and you see, like, the black gown, I was like, Oh, that's kind of a cheap. They didn't show it, but they do. They, you see the gown yeah. tucked in the back of the chair mm-hmm. in the yeah. first yeah. panel. It's yeah. genius. Really yeah. good yeah. attention to detail by Tony Daniel. Really good attention to detail. Yeah. And so she says, Also, up. Jesus Christ, this gown. Oh, I know. God. Oh, Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> and that's when Bruce realizes he is in way over his head as Jezebel Jet pulls on a long black glove and joker screams now do you get it the betrayal the betrayal i was blinded by thirst i did not see i did not see the poison in the water this last page is one of the sexiest pages of comics I've ever seen. She's, she's doing something real. She's she's got a real chokehold on me. Let me tell you. Oh boy. On Batman Two, as we see in uh, issue six eighty one, where we see Batman confined in a straitjacket in a coffin. He's been buried alive, back in his normal Batman costume. Yeah. Conveniently. And you're getting uh, the caption boxes are from the black case book yes specifically which is really cool which i find interesting um malcolm you can tell us this because in the omnibus the first page is nothing except for the very bottom that just says but that's the thing about batman no that's that's how it is okay Mm -hmm. cool yeah, I that thought is I was is. missing some context or something, but it says, no, but that's the no. thing about Batman. That's the thing Batman, about Batman thinks of everything. Okay. Before we go on, I know, just, I know, I know you hate that guy. You knew this was what I was, we, I right, know, right before we got I on know. mic, I was like, I have a large uh, problem with this volume. I know, but no one does Bat God the way that Graham, if Graham Morrison was the only person to do it, I'd be fine with it. Morrison invented Bat God. 
Yes, and, and I think so Morrison they, does it they know best. What, like they, they do know it how to absolutely do it. best. Because yeah. this rules. This is it, so cool. It rules I, in a way, yes. Yes. I was going to say that I really, I love the idea of like protocol on protocol kind of ideas like that. This, this is also very, this is also very Doctor Who, you know, like the, the, the doctor does this a lot very much and stuff. This, this like, is very 12th Doctor, which I know you love. Yes. It's very 12th so, Doctor. It is. Hell yeah. Very it's, much 12th it's Doctor. It's Capaldi as fuck. Yeah. It, it is Capaldi yeah. as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Scottish Doctor. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. So, they think like, of everything. Scott's. Yeah. But I I have and I've talked about this before on on this podcast and other podcasts. I don't love a Batman who's a bat god. Um if someone does do bat god, I'd prefer it to be Morrison because I think other writers doing bat god it doesn't work as well. I, I think everyone else does it bad. But I, I think still, they are the only person to do it. This is this is like the only issue that I didn't love out of the whole thing. And I just like again the back out of this. We get a flashback. No, we get a flashback. Gmo kind of. Gmo, Gmo kind of makes this like um, uh, not obvious in terms of the bat godness. You know, I like, disagree. When, I mean, like I meant like when other people like, do it. Like, this, it's, you, right? you, yeah. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like other people who do this, they, they, they. It's, it's. You can lead to. It's like, oh, it's obviously like the Attica Christiness of this. But we, yeah, Gmo does make, it like a magic trick. Yes, it is very much like a mad kind of like a more revealed. I, it, magic it feels trick. very much like like the Prestige. I hate to keep yeah. invoking Nolan, but I feel like Nolan's run is. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one's movies are very like inspired by Morrison's run. I think 100%. just thematically, like emotionally, 100%. and yeah. it feels very much like the Prestige. You yeah. know where it's. Like, oh, okay. That last like five minutes, you see, oh, right. They were seeding this all from the beginning. Yeah. Like this entire, this entire thing, this was the plan. It's not just a last minute reveal, like, oh, and this is how everything ties up and it all works together. Like, this was the plan from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And it it makes sense. I I think it works again, only if Gmo's doing it. Everyone else is just pretty much doing like, Batman Adam Adam West. That's what it basically equivalents. That's kind it's, of what it feels just like. like yeah. Where it's yeah. just like, look, the bat, bat sh- a shark repellent. Basically, that's what it. Yeah, that, that it, it feels does. like uh, Deus Ex Machina is for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I disagree, but I see what you're saying. Um, but we'll 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 talk about it case by case as we. There's rules. So this is also paralleled by this flashback of uh, bat of Bruce going you know, going to this Tibetan, um, uh, this Tibetan temple following his Thogal experiment. Uh-huh. And he is meeting with this guy who, uh, I'm assuming killed the guy who he was there to actually meet. Uh, we cut back to, and he reveals like, I poisoned your cup. Uh, we cut back to Gotham present day where Tim is fighting the mime. Yes. He is, he is going after that French violence. I love that the mime when he does the kick because like when you do a kick, you know, like yeah. Tim's making sounds and everything and, and the mime has the balloons that are completely blank. Yes. Speech balloons are blank. Comic perfection. This is like <laughs> this is like the L bomb character from the Incredibles movie. If he, <laughs> Incredibles, became yeah. like a, if he became like a ninja, it's so fucking cool. Oh my god. I just realized because it's the second time they mentioned it. The big old helmeted guy that we thought was the grifter. His name is the Jolly Swag Man. The Jolly, Jolly Swag, Swag Man. Man. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. Because he's referred to as such when the Dark Ranger shows up. <laughs> he's like, Dark fucking Ranger, you're dead. It's like, Dream on, Dark Ranger, formerly the Scout. And he fucking shoots him. Fucking with cool. A, with a laser blast. Yeah, with an element gun. Eldritch with it. He takes off his helmet and it's Chris Pratt doing a bad Australian <laughs> accent. And then he does a dance. He's like, <laughs> everyone's like, yay! Hey, hey. Now, wait a second. Um, I am going to just assume that this is not the Dark Ranger that we met. That this is, it is in fact, his sidekick that has now taken on that mantle. That is exactly it. Yes. Okay. That's cool. that's what he means by formerly the scout. Love it. Yeah. yeah. And I just Dark I, I still scout. fucking love this costume. It's so cool. It's the cool ass costume, and I want costume. an action figure of it. Same. Yeah. He looks like a practical Power Ranger. With all of with all the fucking Batman <laughs> figures that McFarlane does to not do oh a Club God. of Heroes. I just want to a, a whole Club of Heroes wave. I just want a knight a squire and then something else that'll come later in this run that I can't talk about yet. That's all I want. Okay, we'll so talk bad. about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. So bad. Hotty Max, nice. give me Man of Bats and Raven Red. Oh yeah. my god, I want a yeah. Raven Red so bad. Yeah. Fuck, that'd be awesome. This fucking page turn where Tim Drake is like, oh shit, here's uh sorry it took us a few hours to get the whole team rounded up and all the way to America. Looks we time looks like we timed that just right. This fucking team We've got the boys. The boys are back in town. They're all Elbows. here. How are you, boy, Wanda? <laughs> I fucking love it so much. I love Beryl. She's the fucking greatest. <laughs> Night and Squire, Dark Ranger, Musketeer, Man of Bats and Raven Red, and our boy. El Gaucho. El Gaucho. I fucking love this. Hey, so here's got... my problem with the Batman Incorporated book is that it's not this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the, the current Batman Incorporated book. Like, that's, I just want this team. I just want yes. these folk. Is yes. that not, not who's on this. this team? It's not everybody who's there. Like, some of them are there, but it's not everybody. Gross. Should be. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of a bummer. Because <laughs> um, what's his name's running it now? It's Ghostmaker running. Ghostmaker. Which I do like Ghostmaker, but cool he character. doesn't fit in with this crowd. No, he's he's not wacky enough. It, it feels like them making that book make becoming like X-Force. It yeah, feels more like X-Force. They're, they're so trying this to make it be cool. like, no. This should be, I don't know, like fucking Seven Soldiers of Victory. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Club of Heroes okay. is supposed to be inherently dumb. Yeah. And yes. so we cut back to the flashback where, and th this is where it starts for me, right? This is where he's just like, you blinked. I switched the cups. Force of habit. And I'm like, okay, I will give you this one. So good. I will give you this one. <laughs> Come on. You don't think he's Gene Wilder from Blazing Saddles where he's just like so quick that you don't even see it like like blink of an eye kind of thing? No, because Gene Wilder was an alien. <laughs> Batman is specifically human. So everyone, the Black Gloves just like standing outside of the grave. They're like, yeah, we probably buried him down far enough. Like, yeah, I think fine. he's good. He'll get brain damage, and then we'll bring him back, and then he'll be our slave. It'll be totally awesome, guys. Like, don't worry about it. Okay, it's going to be fun for everybody. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's going to be so fun. We're going to have him do a bunch of crazy shit. Do you want to see Batman do the dishes? It sounds kind of fun, right? <laughs> it sounds kind of fun. Like, he'll put on the yellow gloves on top of his own gloves. It'll be so <laughs> Yeah, it sounds kind of fun. 
And so the Black Glove returns to Arkham to find that the Joker is still there. They left the doors unlocked. They gave him free range to leave. And he goes, no. And he snaps the neck of this one guy. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love that he's like, I want in. Like, I want to be a part of your club. And they're like, uh, they're like but a oh. glove only has five fingers, dude. He's like, yeah, well, you guys are missing a finger now. And he just snaps his guy's neck. Reiki to the rescue. Like, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> fucking amazing. And then he's just like, did anyone think to examine this bat radia? And everyone's like, no, it's a fuck. Oh, shit. We see that it's sending a signal out to Wayne Tower, which I will remind everyone has bat ears. Yep. Wayne Tower yes. has always had bat ears. Yep. Yes. Yes. And we see yep. it's cool. In, in the computer says Arkham Asylum Security Initiate Override. And as Labosu shows up with his face all scarred up, uh, ready to give Nightwing the lobotomy, one of two lobotomies, I guess, that mm -hmm. he'll receive in modern comics. Mm -hmm. And then Nightwing jumps into action. Uh, we cut to back to the flashback um, where Bruce reveals that he knew about this guy, how he killed the Master Lowe that he was there to see. Um, he gives him the antidote and he says, tell your dark master, whoever he is, to make his move soon before I come looking for him. Tell him he was wrong to wait until I was ready. And I wonder if this was the inciting incident that kicked off the whole Black Glove saga. It is. Yes. Cool. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I, I, I love that. I love his whole thing before that too of being like, listen, like I, I did all this because I wanted to taste the flavor of death. Like I needed to know what death is like. That's the last eventuality that I could prepare for. So I wanted to, I wanted to be ready for that too. And now I'm ready for everything. Like I am my ultimate Batman now. I, I think that's so cool. <laughs> that premise Batman. is pretty cool. Uh, we already got that in All-Star Batman and Robin. So we see... Goddamn Batman! <laughs> we see Batman dig out of the grave. Um, this I don't six bones, five major organs, 60,000 miles of blood vessels. All it all takes, takes is time. time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool! So he digs himself out of the grave. Meanwhile, back at the... Uh, back in the asylum this is what i wanted to call back to because he says he says get it it doesn't matter because every single time i try to think outside his toy box he builds a new box around me and we see everyone is again contained into uh into single mm -hmm. uh panels but the yeah. joker breaks out the joker two. breaks out yeah yeah. I fucking yeah. I love that. It's yeah. Whether that was in Gimo's script or just a fucking Tony Daniel touch, I love that shit. I, I like Knowing the thing that he's script, but either way, it works so good. Fucking love it. So Batman shows up, and the battle against the Black Glove continues, fighting off henchmen after henchmen. And then this is what I'm talking about. This shit bothers me. That he knew. That he knew. Oh yeah, I just love like it. why would why would they let this happen then? Why I love they, it. I I don't. I don't. Spring the trap. 
I, I Obi Wan Kenobi told you spring nah. the trap. Nah, I don't Hello like that. <laughs> I don't like it. I yeah, I don't I don't like it. Nah, but we see Nightwing absolutely bodying everyone else. He shows up. He's like, hey, I am also here. Uh, meanwhile, uh, back on the docks, they basically. <laughs> Tim is able to arm and get all of the uh, Club of Heroes to save the city. Joker has escaped. He's driving an ambulance when he is driven off the road by the Batmobile. It's so good. And who's driving the Batmobile? Fucking Damien Wayne. With Alfred as his sidekick. And it very clearly shows that he hot-wired the Batmobile. Yeah. Yeah. It's so so good. good. And then it's I like, guess that was this an is the... ambulance, Damien. He's like, "What ambulance? What are you talking about, man?" Like... <laughs> I guess this is just the the death of the Joker. We never see him again. I was gonna oh, say, the last I, time I, was... I kind That's of love of how Joker. anticlimactic it is. Yeah. I same here. I love that it's just like whoop, and and he's gone, and it's yeah, just that's like, it. oh, okay. That's the last time we see the Joker in this run. Uh, I wanted to point out something like I loved the Joker's role in this whole volume was mm-hmm. very much like Batman Mask of the Phantasm, where he's just a piece of this it's an grand. Yeah, yeah. It's just been he's been the instigator at the end of this and weaponized um, chaos. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Very much. But so. he's also the only one who's like, but I never bet against Batman. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Batman's biggest like, he's like, no, like, Batman's no. Like, I know he's going to win, and I think it's kind of awesome. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, my boy Batman is going to fuck you guys up. Like, it's going to be cool. (laughs) And so we see uh, Batman pursuing Dr. Hurt on the roof of Arkham Asylum, and this is where Dr. Hurt makes the reveal. I'm your father. I'm your father. Knock him out the box, Bruce. Knock him out. Knock him out. <laughs> that is a very. I just want. You don't know what we're talking about. We have aged ourselves. So. Yeah, that's deep in it. That is a carbon dating the likes oh, of which I cannot it's walk back from. Carbon dating the internet right there. Oh, uh, but Doctor Hurt reveals he's like you were supposed to die that night too, along with your mother. But Chill lost his nerve. A pathologist friend faked my death certificate. Wayne became hurt. And Bruce is like, nope, you're not him. He's like, He's like, nah, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> He's like, and yet, yet it fits. The cloak fits. But the costume fits. <laughs> and if not dad, have you dared to consider the only alternative? And he's basically saying, I am the devil. I am the hole in things. I am everything that you have been fighting for for your or fighting against your entire life i am whole in things and he says and he says i curse the cape and cowl as you will as you will soon the next time you wear it will be the last uh bruce rips the cape and cowl off of him and he dives onto the uh the helicopter that Hurt is making his escape with 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 our boy Michael Lane. Who yeah. Lane. I need to give a quick shout to uh, to Doug of the For Every Kind of Geek YouTube channel. Uh, hey, who let me know that we should not be calling him Satan Man or Batman or Bat Satan. It should be Batzelbub. Batzelbub. Uh, so shouts to him. Shouts to him. Good yeah, okay. shot. That's a shot. That's shots fire. That's perfect. 
so Bruce breaks into the uh, into the helicopter. The helicopter crashes. Everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Like we don't know oh, no. what you know what's gonna happen. Everyone's Wait, like, the sp- the specifics of when Bruce breaks into it. There's the panel of oh yeah, Doctor Hurt saying the black glove always wins, and then like, Batman punches his black glove through oh, the glass. Oh, that's a good shout! Yes. I didn't because the that. black glove always, always wins. wins. Yes, yes. Batman yes. has black gloves. So... Oh, but actually, they're usually a midnight blue. To match his cape and Kyle. See, but but when the when the when when the club of villains redressed him, he's in black. He he's in the black and gray. He's not in the blue and gray. He's in the black and gray. So they set up their own demise there. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But I I I do love that. I do love that black, black glove always wins. Through to win. Black glove always wins. So the helicopter crashes. Everyone's on the riverbank. Like oh shit, we don't know what's gonna happen. And then Talia is just like stand aside i'm the daughter of the world's greatest criminal mastermind and the mother of batman's son we'll take care of retribution as we see some of the ninjas starting to inject themselves and then we get this beautiful full page that i absolutely love of dick Grayson. i mean it's kind of it there's it's, been so many really good splash pages in this book yeah this is one of the best this, this is, is my best. this is my favorite like foreshadowing like like poster here. oh 100 like this we're shadowing what do you mean uh i believe it's something uh, it's we cut okay. to high in the sky on a private jet of her own uh jezebel jet is <laughs> basically jezebel like jet on her jet getting away ah, jezebel yeah. on her jet <laughs> Uh, is basically ma- beginning to draw up plans to go to war with Batman. She's like, I'm going to ruin him. I'm going to destroy everything he loves. Then she gets a call. She's like, who is this? This is a private number. And then all of a sudden she hears, what's that sound? And it pans out from the jet and it is being assaulted by man bats. And that is the last time we ever see Jezebel Jet. Fuck. That we have never right. seen her since. Talia right. said she was going to get her, and in the end, she got her. Kind that of awesome. Fucking amazing. What a great, like, what a great closed loop for a character. Jezebel Jet is kind of awesome. She, end, she rules. She rules. Definitely the end of a Bond girl. You know, yes. like this is yes. this, this is the definitely like this the is Bond what Vesper Lynn deserved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Six months later. <laughs> oh, harsh. Six months later, we return. God damn it, Malcolm. Six months later. Uh, uh. No. The Black Glove always wins. But not the six months later. Fuck! Of the beginning of this run. It is the six months later of the beginning of this goddamn run. Fuck you. (laughs) Not the six months later of the Silver Age. Nor the six months later of Bruce Wayne's parents being murdered. It's the six months later of the events of this book, which makes it right now. Labossu and his gargoyles who have escaped the long arm of the law in Gotham have uh, beaten the shit out of this cop that they captured. And he says, uh, no one can save you from this. Even Batman and Robin are dead. And a light shines through as the cop smiles 
as the bat signal blares through the window. This is also very Batman the Animated Series too. Totally. Because you hear as soon as the light comes on, you hear that like low hum before the theme actually kicks in. Mm -hmm. Or even calling back to the the Joker pull, like the Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Like you hear that. (laughs) Yeah, yes. (laughs) That's awesome. Then we get this epilogue. Back on the night of the end of Bruce's childhood as he and his parents leave the showing of the mask of Zorro. And he's like, ah, like it would be so cool if Zorro was real. And Thomas Wayne says the words, I'm not so sure Gotham city would welcome a masked man taking the law into his own hands, Bruce. The sad thing is they'd probably throw someone like Zorro in Arkham. And Bruce says, what? As we get Zer and R. Which brings us to the final chapter of this volume, which is Batman number 701, which was actually published a while after this. Couple years. Couple years after. Couple years, in fact. This is the Batman R.I.P. missing chapter, as it is referred to, and basically tells the story immediately following the end of this book, or at least the end of six months ago. So we see batman uh fall into the river and we see a very ominous days to omega 30. so we've got 30 days to whatever omega is yeah here's a really interesting thing this is also done by tony daniel but it looks completely different it does it's interesting right? how his style changed in two years it's crazy yeah and like, so what? this is this more is recognizable the tony, daniel, the tony that... daniel that is doing yeah. stuff now this yeah. is the Tony Daniel that I got um, that I got acquainted with in the New Fifty Two Detective Comics. Yeah, this is New Fifty Two Tony Daniel because this is this is two thousand ten. This is like summer two thousand ten that these yeah. issues are coming out. This so, is a, so it's right before New Fifty. It's a year before New Fifty Two. It's it's funny you mention that because I I I all I thought this was like Tony Moore in terms of mm-hmm. this artwork. Like this was like a more yeah. streamlined it, and Tony. It is Moore more QB like, like that. Yeah. yeah. He is yeah, a little more sure. Tony Moore mixed with like a little bit of like Ryan Benjamin who we saw last yes. week. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's a good blend like that. Yeah. Uh so we see also written by Grant Morrison, also art by Tony Daniel. I love this Batman logo on Me this too. on this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. The, dope as hell. It's the real classic yeah, I, cool. I like to think it's the classic logo. Of yeah. like the Batman, like behind it, yeah, with the eyes yeah. poking out. Yeah. Reminds it's, me of the animated series. Yes, yeah. it's very much that vibe. Yeah. So Batman s- swims out of the river. Um, he is narrating the whole thing through the black case book. Um, we see he. I love this. Can I tell you? He gets out of the of the river. Has a little like. Uh, backup bat mask it tucked in his utility belt that he pulls yes. Love that. yes who love does that. he meet ellie ellie the child prostitute from earlier from the first volume yeah he told to go get a job mm-hmm. and she now has a job as a receptionist down mm-hmm. at wayne tech and initially i'm like well why is she dressed like that she's in a band yeah 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 she's a scene kid yeah (laughs) she's turned her life around i fucking i love closing the circle on that yeah i mean um i love following up 
Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> fuck no, no. The Moving black glove closes its fist. Stop. I just love that. Like, I just love that. Like, she sees him and is like, "Hey, I just thought it was you, and I wanted to come say hi." Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just make sure that you're okay. And so Bruce makes his way back to the manor. Um, I, I love, he's like, how's the whole extreme butlering thing working out for you, Alfred? Tell me you didn't use up all the band-aids. And Alfred just goes, I believe the correct term is butling, sir. <laughs> and you know, the moment that Bruce walks into the cave, fucking Archibald is sitting there on the <laughs> Yeah. God damn it, Alfred. You win again. Dressed up as Batman. Yes. It's like, just in case you didn't come back, so yeah. we had to find a replacement for oh, you. Man. Like, <laughs> I was like, thinking... You, you win again, I, Alfred. You I win. thought it was like he'd be sitting at the computer and it has a sign like, feel better soon or something like oh. that. <laughs> like Archibald it's holding, you, like, <laughs> yeah, it's holding like the platter with the band-aids on it. Like. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's just like, God damn it, Alfred, I love you so much. So you Bruce weren't the goes, man that raised me, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not weird. They're not related. As no, I mean, not. Uh, unless. No, no, no. I don't unless. like that. I really don't. But if Simon I, Hurt was right. I, I don't like that. No, I don't. I don't like uh, that. Like Malcolm Simon Hurt was right. T-shirts are in the mail. <laughs> uh, Bruce will be available on merchandise like, later on in the. Be story. available it on just T-Public. Says on the back, I am the hole in things. Like. I am the hole. <laughs> it has to be on the lower back. I am the oh hole. yeah, it's a tramp stamp for yeah. sure. Oh, so sure. Bruce, to think, make sure. Do you think Doctor Hurt actually has a tattoo of that, like as a tramp stamp, and like as a villain for that? No, it probably just says the hole in things, and then an in arrow cursive. pointing and down. So, oh my god, I found my new sure. my, my newest tattoo. Oh my god, I want that. <laughs> Bruce, just to make sure, goes, takes the bat submarine down to check the wreckage of the helicopter. Dr. Hurt is nowhere to be found. And neither is Batzelbub. And he returns, sleeps for three days. And then we get the fallout of the, uh, of the lies and slanderous accusations that were made uh, to try and ruin Bruce's life. I also love... Um, we see at one point Alfred's coming down and watching Bruce uh, delete their sex tape. Uh huh. Like yeah. He's trying to avoid an ultimate three situation. Uh, we see. Um, uh, there is a panel here of Bruce in front of a wall. Yes. Um, a hidden room that was in Wayne Manor that only he and his parents knew about, but somehow Doctor Hurt also knew about. Yes. Yeah. This is Barbados. And has Thomas scrawled all over it as well. Very just yeah, that's interesting. Uh, we cut to days to Omega twenty seven. Twenty seven days to Omega as the red skies begin to fill for some reason. And then he gets a video message from a terrifying looking Superman. <laughs> this is the scariest looking Superman I've ever seen. This looks he like looks Superman. pissed. It looks like he's like he has not slept in like months. That's yeah, what it looks Superman like. looks rough. And he, he says, like, "Drop everything. We need you on this. Someone just killed a god." And so Bruce is bring being brought in on another case. And he remembers 
as he looks at Alfred holding the cape and cowl that Hurt said, the next time you put on the cape and cowl will be your last. Mm -hmm. And he says, I just got a call from the Justice League. When I get back to Alfred, he says, we'll fix everything. He puts on the cape and cowl and he flies out saying, the next time you wear it will be the last. How could it be ever? Or how could it be over? The hole in things was everywhere I looked. The trap I was so sure I'd escaped was locking into place all around me. Think fast, Batman. And it shows him observing a crime scene where a green chalk line has been drawn around a body and it says to be concluded in Final Crisis. And that leads us to the end of this volume, the end of this week. But before we get into that gentlemen last thoughts final thoughts on this volume uh your favorite part will go to jacob first oh shit well okay so <laughs> this was sorry i was just yawning i was just getting ready for my big speech uh the the yeah the, this is um this was great this was actually a lot of fun it was the perfect blend of a lot of james bond and silver age batman that i needed in this in this story uh i i did have something to comment about yes the the bat godness was very much uh uh very evident in this um but i i excused it because of just like i i love the little like Oh, I had a key the entire time, you know, like uh, the uh, I, I don't know. I just I just loved a little, little moment of that. Uh, my favorite moment is definitely um, uh, the Joker in terms uh, in that uh, um, uh, uh, talking to Dr. Hurt about like uh, wanting to join his club and uh, mentioning things like that. It was uh, I don't know. I just love the idea of surgical Joker uh uh being uh uh being the voice of reason saying like there's no way batman's uh, like batman is gone because like he's gonna find a way i just i just love the the voice of uh like the the logical uh uh the logical side is coming from the most insane person in the entire group yeah um yeah this was great i um uh, ending the way it is, I very much am like interested to see where else we go from this. Uh, uh, with this, with the, I, I really wanted to. I thought the end of Batman was going to be that sh that that gunshot that Hurt fired when he was getting on the helicopter. Like he shot, he shot him. I forget, we didn't mention this, but he shot him and he went down. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is where he's just dead. <laughs> this, this, this has to be it. It's like there's no said, way. It's R.I.P. It's R.I.P. It's gonna he's supposed it's to like, die. He's supposed to die, so it's got to be here. <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, uh, the fact that like this leads into a big event uh, in terms of like Final Crisis, I was like, okay, that that's what that's where we get the honor of that. Okay, yeah. uh, Malcolm. I've said it before. This is my favorite Batman story. I think there's no Batman story like this, man. It, it's it's everything Jacob just said. It's a perfect blend of like the Silver Agey stuff and the modern feel, but also with a James Bond element. Like this is what I want my Batman stories to be. Is this volume? Yeah. It's so fun and so extreme and so comic books. Like this is a story you could really only tell in comics. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, we we joke about you know like oh this would be like an awesome musical and it would, but like it. This only it works in comics. 
It would. It would totally. And be it a will great be. Musical. It will be a great musical when we make it. Uh, coming to yeah. you from Geek Flame Book Club in 2026. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is a story you can only tell in comics, and I I love that. It's it's so it's so fucking great. Um, favorite bit. It's still the imagination is the fifth dimension. That yeah. It's Literally beautiful. every time yeah. I read that line, I tear up. Every time I think about it, I tear up. I think that's such a beautiful sentiment in this really wacky, crazy book. There's such a beautiful sentiment like that in there that really makes you think. And it's, you know, I, I was reading this monthly when it was coming out. Uh, so I've had that line in my head since 2008, uh, which also this was, this was a real crazy time for me, just as a person. This is me graduating <laughs> high school. Yeah. This is, you know, this is uh, the best summer of movies ever is summer 2008. Yeah. Like, this is a, such yeah. a wild time. And this this last is, like, the last part of it uh, comes out in the summer of 2008. And it's just, it just rules. Like, yeah. God, what, a, what an exciting time. Right into Final Crisis, which is the best. Uh, yeah, great time. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I I really I dig this a lot. Batman R.I.P. is so good. Uh, my my dislike of Bat God aside, I really enjoyed the story. Um, it's just it's a good Batman story. It is a class. If you are into like the classic, the the um, platonic ideal of what Batman is, like this is for you. And as a semi not really conclusion to batman i think it works as well uh him going up against the devil and winning at least this round yeah. uh, my favorite bit is just the club of heroes i love that it's that cavalry moment of yeah like, the deck stack against them they need their own club and here they are it's great uh, but before we get into next week's stuff we uh got some emails so gentlemen uh what time is it Wait. Jacob, did you hear that? Wait a second. Oh, do you hear that? I think I think it's spelling something. Wait a second. Wait a second. The bat radio just turned on. If you would like if you would like to be part of the Bat Radio Book Club mailbag, uh, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com and put bat club in the subject or Bat Club mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the show, on the Friday show at least. Our first email comes from Jacob Goodhart. Goodhart. Uh, he writes, Dear Geeksplain Podcast, total and complete honesty, I didn't know how to pronounce Zerenar until earlier this year when he showed up in Chip Zdarsky's Batman. To which my immediate <laughs> response was, oh, God damn it, Chip, what are you smoking? <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> it was nowhere near as crazy as the story was. I also referred to this Batman as Hobo Batman for a while. You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Malcolm, I totally feel you on the Swamp Thing show. I want it back, but at the same time, they went bankrupt making an artificial swamp in a warehouse, which in a horrible twist of irony was designed to last for years and multiple seasons, but was abandoned and drained after one. But that hurts yeah. my soul. Yeah. That really hurts me, I know. But Batman R.I.P. is an interesting end for the Dark Knight. It puts end in quotations. And Morrison ending the story before Final Crisis, when Batman actually does something is a really interesting choice i'm assuming that final crisis will be the next thing the book club covers don't get ahead of us jacob uh which has honestly one of my least favorite things happen in it and that's barry allen coming back to life what barry oh, allen spoilers, 
in the boilers. Ah. <laughs> Speaking of the Flash, I continued reading the Flash into Jeff Johns' run, which, if I'm being honest, I didn't really do and if I'm being honest, didn't really do anything for me until we got to Hunter Zolomon, aka Zoom, the Whoa! best reverse Flash. You are correct, my friend. Uh, it might be a hot take, but yeah, I think you might be right there. Wally getting his own reverse is such a banger story, and the idea that he wants Wally to experience tragedy to be a better hero is so messed up in the best way. Also, the explanation of how his quote-unquote speed works is so cool and different, not to mention yeah. how he, he hurts Wally and Linda just makes my blood boil in the best way. This leads me to my question for this week. What are your favorite types of villains? I love villains who make it personal for heroes, Green Goblin and Spidey, uh... Levy and Invincible, Flash and Zoom, the way they can attack heroes and just twist the knife is something I really love to see. Ironically, though, Joker and Batman are kind of boring to me due to overuse. Joker War and Three Jokers came out at the same time, so I can't be too surprised. Thanks for the enjoyment, yeah. Jacob Goodhart. And one of those is good, and the other one is Joker War. Yes, bitch! <laughs> yes! Anyway, because Three um, Jokers is the best Joker story in the modern era. Oh, I don't know if I would say that but it is it is and it is one of the best batman stories it's excellent <laughs> <laughs> there, there's the hot take of the week for him that's the hot take of the week uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i think we're all in agreement like we we enjoy villains that explore the deeper meaning of what that particular hero is yeah. how it attacks what yeah. they stand for their relationships any any villain that strikes the heart of that is what i mean what obviously we enjoy in every uh run that we've covered so far yeah yeah question um, it's it's yeah it's fantastic i i particularly love like a character that's very unpredictable yeah yes. that's why i love the, the joker a lot and like this this with the black glove in terms of like it, it, it's very unpredictable of like what where it was going to go and what what was going to happen i mean it was leading up to somewhere but like you know um i i, I love the like the i love the um outrageous thinking out of the box outrageous sometimes, yes exactly <laughs> for these like villains sometimes you know like uh uh jokers was one of them uh reverse flash you know like the whole like idea of being the uh the the mentor of barry allen in his past in yeah. order to, to to ruin his future it was very, me barry yeah the whole time yeah, yeah that, that kind of shit is really <laughs> cool i i love that that's diabolical when your oh, villain yeah. is being diabolical, that's that's something good. So the next email comes from Adam Stringfellow. Good brother, Adam Stringfellow. 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 Uh, he writes, hey there, Gotham Knights. How are y'all doing? Hope the three of you are having a good week and hopefully starting the weekend off right. Uh, also, Malcolm, for last week when I wrote in about the Yellow Oval and you mentioned coming back to it in a few weeks or so, I'm with it. That's one of my favorite modern designs for Bruce, and that's all I'll say. For my mm -hmm. question this week... Hmm. For my question this week, I wanted to ask the three of you this in regards to Damien. What do y'all think of the idea that Damien could be somewhere in the autism spectrum? I asked this because a friend and I were talking about that possibility this past weekend, and he was saying that Damien could have some signs of high-functioning autism. We went on to discuss that he has an easier time connecting to animals than he does with most of his peers, that his social circle is very limited to Alfred, Dick, and John as his main close connections, and that he has a really difficult time understanding others in social interactions, especially those within his peer group. What do the three of y'all think about this possibility? Do you think 
Loki could be somewhere on the spectrum, or is it all mostly a result of being raised by Talia in the League of Shadows that explains his behavior? As a side note, though, this is not me criticizing or downplaying the idea that Damien might be autistic, nor is it a diss towards anyone that is or knows someone who is. I promise you, that is something I would never do. How I will, however, say that I really do like the idea because it does give Damien a lot of re relatability towards readers that either are or know of someone close with autism. To my knowledge, I don't think there's a main player in comics that is on the autism spectrum, and it would give Damien a real personal impact to learn to deal with if he does. I think it would help his character grow a lot and give him way more depth than just being the angry and obnoxious son of Batman. Would love to hear y'all's thoughts and discussions on this and hope to hear from y'all soon. All the best and much more, Adam. I mean, I don't think that the three of us are really equipped to tru to truly and honestly answer that. Um, if you're basing it just off of what the, those examples, I think it's absolutely a possibility. Um, there are uh, friends that I know that are on the spectrum. And I think it absolutely would be an interesting story choice for Damien, but it would have to be, you know, true to his character and not just kind of, I hate to say this. I, I don't want it to just be kind of a gimmick. I, I get what you mean. Yeah. 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 But I, um, I mean, what do you guys think? I, I, I don't know how to say this without it sounding terrible. So I'm going to be very honest. I don't think I don't think that Damien would be on the spectrum because uh, of because of the League of Assassins League of stuff. I I feel like that would be a, a big no no with them. Like they're but no, the same, I, mean, but, but, I, I see what you're saying, that. but at the same time, this was in 2008 when the character was created, and so I don't think they. Oh, sorry. A plane? <laughs> yeah. The, Some the, folks the... are going on the Malcolm, get out of there. The Wait. gargoyles are dropping. You're being CCR. You gotta get out of there. <laughs> no, but I, I don't think that the, the studies at that time, when this story was initially coming out, were as detailed as they are now yeah. in our understanding no, for, for sure. of the spectrum. For sure. Um, is as well understood as it is now. So I don't know. I think it's an interesting thing to explore for sure. Yeah. Um, as far as characters in comics that are, I'd love to present uh, something that blew my mind a couple years ago now. Um, and I think about it all the time now whenever I read that character. Uh, thanks to Cerebro. Uh, yes. Cyclops. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Cyclops. That is absolutely. I think. Something it I'd truly love to is there in the history, and especially yeah. in that uh, Marvel snapshots. Yes, uh, yes. By Jay Edidin. Yes. Uh, art by Tom Riley. Uh, you can definitely see it there. You can see it there. I think it's yeah. absolutely in that character's history. Like yeah. I, especially since like Claremont took over the action right. stuff. I think it's specifically from there on. I think that makes complete sense. And again, our understanding of it. Is it? Yes. I mean, it's yeah. way above us. We're rudimentary professionals. We don't really yeah. know. I think yeah. there is an argument to be made for Damien, but I, I don't yeah. know if I can't make that argument. That's exactly. Thing. We can't make that argument either way. But it is something interesting to think about for sure. Yeah. Uh, because this is a Stringfellow joint. Uh, he does have a PS where he writes hot take of the week. I think Peter Parker way more. 
I think I like Peter Parker way more in other media than I do in main comics. I say this because Peter in the main comics just seem to just seems to refuse to actually grow up and hold people accountable. He's working for his arch nemesis, who, mind you, is a domestic terrorist and who murdered his first love. Doc Ock took over his body and essentially mind assaulted him, and he's all buddy buddy with him after the fact. And these days, he doesn't even seem to be interested at all in being a proper male or proper proper male proper <laughs> model to Miles Kamala or any of the young other young heroes you know what i think i'm officially breaking up with 616 peter it's been a fun ride but i think i'll get my peter parker fixed through the amazing movies reruns or spectacular spider-man and the insomniac game universe <laughs> first off you mentioning the amazing movies yes yes bitch also <laughs> um i get that you're breaking up with peter but by the next run you're going to be back with him anyway so just be aware of that when you break up with him. just be aware that's of the problem really, that's really the problem funny. with peter yeah that's that's really funny because I was actually going to say like I think last week's issue of Amazing Spider-Man actually had a really adult conversation for that character and I was that like wow everyone actually, has like, now taken incredibly out of context everyone is like really shit on that I think that was really well handled and like kind so of fantastic I like, thought so too but again I, it's I taking fucking shit out of context. loved that <laughs> and our final email comes from my mortal nemesis Matt Draper <laughs> We closing the drapes? Dang. Close the drapes. It's draping time. Closing the drapes. Lock the doors and close the drapes. It's draping time. <laughs> uh, he writes, the black glove welcomes you, book clubbers. Sorry for my lack of questions lately. I was kidnapped by my dark double. Thankfully, I had a fake arm that he just so happened to want to chop off, which helped facilitate <laughs> my escape. <laughs> uh, he writes anyway now that you've arrived at batman r.i.p i thought it would be a perfect time to email in again r.i.p is a really tricky story for me when i first read it years ago as it was being published i was a little underwhelmed as it's ultimately a story that's advertised as the death of batman but all but completely subverts the idea by the end after all this is the story of bruce wayne overcoming a sort of dark father and cheating the devil on rereads, I find it to be some of Morrison's best work and the crystallization of the Bat-God idea. Bat-God in body, Bat-God in mind, with his escape from the grave being a top five all-time Batman moment. And if Simon Hurt really was the devil, was that fear in his eyes? But with R.I.P. being published alongside Final Crisis, the story forms a sort of double death of the Dark Knight, with his death at the hands of Darkseid being the true death that Dr. Hurt couldn't accomplish. Though even in hindsight, I think Morrison had some trouble fully connecting the two, which explains the creation of 701 as a bit of retconning for the sake of Batman readers who weren't as into Final Crisis. Yep. At this point in your read-through, Morrison's ideas are becoming clearer but, but are incomplete. So here are a few questions for you. So let's tackle these one at a time. Let's do what, it. What are your thoughts on the character of Simon Hurt as both a villain and the personification of the whole in things in Act 1 of Morrison's epic? So for me, Simon Hurt's a fascinating character. He's very Bondian-esque, but he's a character who I truly believe only Morrison really has a handle on or really understands uh, because I believe Hertz popped up here and there in other stories and he's never yeah. been as good. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> like, like a lot, like a lot of Morrison concepts. I think Morrison's the only person who should be doing it. They're the only one who should be doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like anytime they've done John Sublime in the X-Men stuff. Yes. Uh, since Morrison's new X-Men run. Like John Sublime. Uh, same with, uh, dare I say, Cassandra Nova. Yeah. I think 
there's one other good example of Cassandra Nova stuff, but otherwise, like, yeah, I think anytime Cassandra Nova shows up and it's not Morrison's next man, kind of sucks. Like, it, yeah, I, I think that's a big thing with Morrison concepts. They have yeah. to be the one to do it. I do kind of like him as this as this ethereal character. Like, I think there's absolutely yeah. a a space for it to be like, oh, he's an actual guy who's just kind of a psychopath and obsessed with Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But I like the interpretation of him being the devil. I I love all aspects. I love that all of it is possible. Yeah. He could be the devil. He could be Thomas Wayne. He could just he be could this be. guy who just got super lucky and was just in at the right place at the right time when Batman yeah. wanted to do this uh this like, you know, experiment thing. Like I, I love that it's super open-ended and we don't know what he actually is. Yeah. We don't know. Totally agree. That's fun. That's so fun. <laughs> Next up. Uh, did you see Jezebel Jet's heel turn coming? She is after all red and black. Yes. You know, it's interesting. And like I said, it's because <laughs> I, I may have been blinded by my thirst but I get it. I mean, it all the signs are there. Like looking back yeah. at it, reading through it, like all the signs are absolutely there. And it's strange to me that like ugh, I don't know. I again, I I like the heel turn more than I like Batman being prepared for it. Cuz it feels like it's it's just like oh, it's just it's just another thing that he's he's already prepared for. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. Like, the line where she's like, um, you'll never love anyone, you'll never trust any woman again, I think is a really awesome concept. I, I love that. Yeah, I, I love that. Even, but then even he goes, with him being prepared for it. Love, I kind of congratulate Alfred on the acting lessons. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I Listen, I'll be honest, I think a little bit of it is bravado on his part. I think he had a feeling that she was involved, but not that she was, like, yeah. involved, involved. Because we we do see, like, throughout this volume throughout rip him being like no like the black glove would want to turn you against me like yeah. the black glove would use you like he he had a feeling that she was involved but, but like but that, i don't know that, that he knew the, the full extent yeah but that should have been the first time where he was like wait a second like but we would never see batman take that moment that's the I, thing i don't know I don't batman know. has to be batman we would never see him take that moment but I just so I, I I think I'm I'm of the mind where I like seeing him work things out. I don't like true. him just saying like oh, I already knew that. I already prepared. Yeah. That. I already yeah. figured that out. Like it's it's show don't tell. For yeah, me. I I get that. I get it. But I did love that heel turn for her. Um, yeah. I do think she becomes like slightly less interesting once the heel turn happens because it's now just straight villainy. And that's why I love is absolutely like at the last minute, like in the last chapter, she's the bad guy. Yeah. And then we never fair. see her again. That's it. Like I, I that think that's ending great. is so good. That ending is so good. Set it up Talia at the very just... beginning of Talia being yes. like, I told you I'd get you, bitch. Yes. I told you. Like Talia's interest in Jezebel Jet this entire time. Like, you know that that's how Talia figured all this out was that yeah. she was investigating Jezebel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, there's something wrong with that bitch. I don't, I don't <laughs> like her. Like, I, I love that. I, I think that works really well. That is, that is the best Talia characterization that Morrison 
gives, I think. <laughs> Vengeful X <laughs> goes after which, all of which his new girlfriends. Good, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up here is do the club of villains leave enough of an impression or are they too much of cannon fodder for batman and the joker so i'm of two minds with this because they're absolutely just cartoonish cannon fodder for the two of them for sure that's but that's not bad it's not a bad thing and it's kind <laughs> it's of hilarious. kind of awesome yeah like some of these really characters fun. are really fun and i think they are characters that you can do with more later yeah. As they are presented in the story, they are just warm bodies for Batman and the Joker to rip through. Yeah, but, but that's fine. They're fun and colorful and like I don't need more on them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Totally agree. I think they're great at the face value that you take them at of just they're bad guys and Batman has to cut through them. Yep. Sometimes I like just that. Like that sometimes, doesn't happen enough. <laughs> sometimes that's as simple as it gets with Morrison. Yeah, and like, you don't get that enough with characters. Like, yeah. you always have to have some deeper meaning for the villain or something or some deeper connection. It's kind of cool. There's just this club of villains. It's like, yeah, we just kind of want to fuck with Batman. <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Hold on a second. Wait a second. Charlie Caligula has a lot of depth and path. Okay, no, you, you okay. are correct. Charlie Caligula and the mime. And the mime. The two of, of them could easily carry a 12-issue Tom King maxi-series. Here's the thing. Is that the mime the same as uh, the other mime? That's that's his name, right? From uh, from Doomsday Clock? <gasps> Is it the same guy? And he just drops the cartoonish thing maybe. and then, like, or becomes a white guy? It's his multiversal <laughs> counterpart. Ooh, that's fair. Well, again... Morrison predicting Doomsday. Clock. Morrison predicting Doomsday Clock, like kind of wild. I totally G- forgot Gmo about the setting the stage until I read this. I was like, "Oh, holy shit! There's a mod. Oh my god! What about like the other mime with the invisible gun? Like, where's, where's Mary? Connected? Where yeah. is she? Yeah, I just like to think like, oh, this is the same mime, and then he becomes a wife guy and meets hey. Marionette, and then and, <laughs> and and we all know that wife guys in comics are destined for terrible ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and finally, the characters and concepts created by Morrison have rarely been used in the years since, with Hurt only having a couple appearances and Zuran R only just now reappearing in Zadarsky's run. Perfectly, like- I might add. Totally agree. Do you Perfectly. like other creators using Morrison's concepts, or are their creations best left alone? Thanks for all the great discussions of my favorite Batman story, Matt Draper. Um, right there with you, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Honestly, yeah. I think that Morrison... Gmo set up a bunch of things that can be used. Uh, their use of certain characters, one of which that I'm very excited to get into uh, in this act two of Morrison's Batman that can be taken and used in other things. But I mean, no one does it like Gmo. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I think they are truly the best at what they do. And no, no one no one does it like Gmo does. Like, if, if you're not Gmo doing it, you probably shouldn't touch it. Though, yeah. like you mentioned, Zdarsky's Zuren R stuff is fantastic. I think he might be the best person to take up, like, like as far Which as Which is such an odd thing. Because he gets what comics are. Like, he gets the comic booky nature yeah. of it all. But, but if, I, and, if I told you, like, ten years ago, like, hey, 
You know that guy riding Howard the Duck? <laughs> he's gonna he's, be he's gonna do crushing it on Daredevil and Batman. He's gonna at do the a same really time. Zurinar story. <laughs> he's gonna bring you back crazy. and give pathos to Zurinar <laughs> that you didn't know. I would have called you crazy. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. I, I, yeah, I think there's only a few creators out there right now that, like, I think could carry on GMO concepts. Yeah. Zdarsky is one of them. I think Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor is the person who I think did the good Chrysanthemum story. Yes. Of the last, uh, you know, since GMO's run um, in X Men Red. Uh, I think, yes, like, totally agree. I, I think he got the characterization of Chrysanthemum, like, perfectly. Like, I think that worked really well. It was really interesting. Yep. Um, so I think they're like maybe the only ones I can think of that have carried on concepts from Gmo's runs and done it right. Yeah. I think they're the only ones. Yeah. I, I, you would be hard pressed. I would be hard pressed to disagree with you. Um, but honestly, like, I think it's like any, you know, longstanding, it's, it's the same thing that like you mentioned before with, uh, with Morrison's X-Men run, like they set up characters that did go on to be utilized really well in other runs. Like, I mean, perfect example, Quentin choir. Quentin choir. Yeah. Yeah. So I th- I, uh, yeah. I guess, uh, uh, Percy. Yeah. Percy, Percy is... and uh, Jason Aaron using and Aaron using yeah. him and Wolverine and the X-Men. I think yeah, there are like avenues yeah. that could be done. Again, Caligula, King Kraken, and the Mime. Fuck. Fuck. Well, if Zdarsky brings in fucking Charlie Caligula, I'll Bro. shit myself. That'd be so tight. <laughs> that is... Look, Chip, we've been giving you a lot of ideas because we know you listen to this podcast. Like, and back you Charlie take them for free. Holy take shit. Take them for like free. You're... Use Charlie if, Caligula. If Red Mask or whatever his name is in the fucking current run is actually just Charlie Caligula, just Charlie Caligula. that would be the fucking coolest. <laughs> that would be so sick. That would be amazing. You know what? Honestly, friend of the podcast, Megan Fitzmartin, put Charlie Caligula in Tim Drake. Holy shit. Charlie Caligula versus Tim Drake would be awesome. Dude, honestly... That like, would be awesome. With, with uh, like, Tim Drake versus the Club of Villains. I was just gonna say, like with Fuck. the with the Sherlock Holmes, like with the detective Fuck. noir. That would be story. good. That would be Megan, good. Megan, hook it up. Hook it up. Hook it. That up. shit would be sick, dude. Sick as hell. That would be um, sick as hell. That'd oh. be tight. Uh, Matt also wrote a PS here. Uh, he writes, "Do you know what a well filled with bats and a bullet hole in your parents have in common?" There's circles. No, <laughs> Matt. The black glove closes. <laughs> Matt, I will fight you on the moon. I will fight you on the moon, I swear to God. I hate you. I hate you so much. That's so funny. My, bi- my biggest enemy. He That's he is so he is my hole in things. He is my he Dr. Is Simon the- Hurt. Literally for years, I've always told people that I'm their hole in things because nobody gets what that means, and I think it's fucking awesome. I'm like, I'm the hole in things. Everyone's <laughs> no like, what? Gets it. That's that's like my version of I'm the man who knocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people will be like, I'm the one who knocks, and I'll be like, Yeah, I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I don't care. That's my version. All right, draw back the drapes. Drape time is over. 
Woo! Open uh, up the drapes, everybody. That does it. Again, thank you so much for everyone who wrote in. And if you want to be part of next week's uh, Bat Club mailbag, just send you do. emails. You do. Trust me. You do next week. Next oh, week yeah. for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put Bat Club mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. But, gentlemen, that does it for this week's episode. That does it for this volume next week. We are taking a little bit of a detour from Batman's story and looking at the wider DC Comics universe as a whole as we cover Final Crisis. This is it. We're finally here. We're finally in my era. This we is it. are going to be covering Final Crisis 1 through 7, Batman 682 and 683, as well as Batman number 702. So we're going to be doing the uh, back half of 701, because that's a two-parter, uh, 682 and 683, which do take place during Final Crisis, and then the Final Crisis story as a whole. Um, this is going to be wild. It's going to be wild. Uh, I haven't read this in years. Uh, I'm so excited for you to actually like super love it now. I just, I don't know. I'm if, so if, excited. If you go back, listener, uh, in the archives, I did an episode where I ranked all the crises. You ranked the crises. Yep. Uh, Final Crisis did not do great. Nope. In that list. So. And you're gonna eat your own bowl of farts now. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna come on next week and be like, shit, that actually was kind of perfect. There's only one way to find out, and that is for you to tune in next week, same bat time, same bat channel. But for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I've been Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Again, get ready to eat your own bowl of farts. <laughs>